Melissifer, a Gadian lord of the small estate of Winter's Reach, discovers that the folk tales and rumours that his family has dark gifts are true. When he discovers a secret laboratory beneath his manor house, unfortunately, one of the local workmen, Edgar, also sees the laboratory, leaving Melissifer no choice but to silence him. Alas, he only managed to wound the man before he fleed into the night. Frustrated, Melissifer returns to his study and tries to find information on the mysterious cellar. Once the other workmen complete their work, Melissifer returns to the lab and thoroughly investigates it. He finds some notes that document methods of raising the dead. He tests it out and manages to raise a zombie. Excited, Melissifer sends for animals for more experiments, and soon he has a skeletal servant to add to his undead menagerie. The next day, Melissifer decides that the time has come for the people of Gadia to rise up in more ways than one and reclaim their lands. While pondering on his dark conquest, he is approached by the sheriff, who informs him there is a matter that needs his attention. The matter turns out to be the grievously wounded Edgar. Melissifer graciously offers him a room at the manor to aid his recovery, an offer he could not refuse. That evening, the manor is attacked by three bandits, but when Melissifer uses his dead minions, the bandits flee in terror, but not before one is slain, adding another skeleton minion to the menagerie. During the skirmish, Edgar flees the manor, Melissifer lets him go, hoping he will not be a problem in the future. Will Edgar become a problem? What lies behind the brick wall? What will Melissifer do with his undead army? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello everybody and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing today? I am doing well. How about yourself? Quite good. Quite happy. Good to hear. Good to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We got any uh, any any chit chat? Any news news to report? No, no, no. news to report. Just to time hear. for zombies and skeletons to uh, kill everything. Sweet deal. Sweet How deal. about you? Do you have any news? Um, you know, same old, same old. I do have a new paper out Ooh. online, which is which is always cool. What is the title of your new paper? Ooh, I think it is called. Uh, That's not a good sign. Nanoscale physical and chemical structure of iron oxide nanoparticles, or something along the lines. The newest one. You can. Uh, I don't know. I have googled it. You have googled it. I have found it. It was published six days ago. Yeah, I didn't even re- I didn't even realize I had to, like my friend in the lab had to be like, oh, new paper. Congrats. I was like, what? It's out. <laughs> yeah, make sure they didn't dork up your figures or anything I'm like, no, looks good. So that's always exciting. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. 
What is a moss bower spectrum or spectra? Mm, uh, it's gamma ray spectroscopy. Mm-hmm. So you're using like an iron source to emit gamma rays and you basically uh, aim those at your sample. In this case, our, our iron oxide nanoparticles and you so get a sh- you use iron oxide particles to create gamma rays to fire at other iron oxide nanoparticles. No, the source is some other oh, okay. iron source, but that just makes the uh, frequency, the energy of the of the gamma rays appropriate for uh, measuring the, the chemistry of iron in your sample. Fantastic. So, yeah, it's a spectroscopic technique. You use gamma rays to characterize a sample. And do you then use these gamma rays to raise the undead armies? Because according to uh, Night of the Living Dead, that's how the undead were created. It was gamma rays from space. Interesting. I did. I was not aware of that. I'll have to look into these uh, into this uh, pro- process. Okay. But, uh, well, I encourage you to. Uh, if we can get some yeah. real life undead, that would be fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. And help really bring out the role playing. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't actually do the uh, gamma ray spectroscopy, the Mossbauer stuff. I did the electron microscopy. You have plebs to do your, I, uh, your gamma ray stuff for you? Uh, colleagues, co-authors. Oh, <laughs> right. Colleagues and co-authors, definitely not lower <laughs> servants. Actually, I'm probably lowest on the totem pole here. Most of these... Good cover, good cover. Most of these guys, doctors, professors, You're lowly almost... grad student over here. For now. For now, for the next Working few on weeks. It. Yeah. Working on it. All right, let's do this shit. Uh, Malsifer is in his basement. Yes, Malsifer, not Melissifer. Although I, I did. Uh, we I were, some... uh, we were loving the uh, sleight of tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might just be. That might just be the new name. It might be the new yeah. name. It might just be the accent. <laughs> you know. No. Some, some names get <laughs> changed slightly depending on where you are. Um, so where did we leave off? Did we bash down? Yeah, I think that, we... uh, that brick wall that we found in the in the basement. I believe that is where we left off. I mean, we just listened to a recap, but um, I certainly don't. I was too busy giggling it. about uh, about my new name. Yeah, to pay attention to the actual actual plot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say we're in the basement. You. I think was it you sledge, or the right? zombie? There's a sledgehammer and a zombie bashing down a wall. You sledgehammered right. it down. The zombie reached in and ripped yeah, the walls apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's just bricks covering your basement as whatever torchlight you have on one of your desks sort of slightly illuminates this back room. I think it's a flickering candle, right? That's, Perfect. That's what we were able to find in the house for... Just, uh, just barely enough light to see across the room. Um, I probably pause once we've got a little portal opened to like mm-hmm. pick up a candle and hold the light into this new room. Uh, how? What am I looking at? You are looking at a circular room, thirty feet in diameter. Um, there are seemingly no other exits or windows or anything like that in this room. However, there is table space. There are cages. There are coffins. And there are, uh, what do we call them? Shelves with manuscripts and components and all sorts of alchemical agents. 
looks like the the bigger version of the the front room, the bigger better What's, room. What version. are the dimensions of the room? Thirty feet across, circular. Wow. So I probably can't even see the contents of this. Maybe thirty feet is a little too big. I think I got overexcited. I think it's twenty feet across. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. I just I got too excited. It's twenty feet across. It just keeps going. Well, I probably can't even see the full. I don't know what candlelight illuminates, but I can't even see the full extent of this room. No. So we finish bashing down the wall. Um, I don't get too involved, but like if there's ways I can strategically knock down bricks with a sledgehammer while the zombie does the bulk of the work, will I get this? It was. It's a full size doorway, right? Right. Right. Uh, right. We uh, bust on in. Uh, you bust down the walls and you immediately, my house after all you begin to hear some rattling of wood some sort of scraping of something against uh, planks and some sort of low groaning noises coming from within is there something in there <laughs> I you, the room looked empty right I mean there were shelves there were alchemical reagents blah 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 Mm-hmm. Bent like desk space, I assume. Uh-huh. Is that what most of it is? Uh-huh. But there's nothing there was nothing moving in the in the dark, was there? Not in the dark, but as you said, your candlelight only illuminates so far. You can't see across mm-hmm. the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is the So I think we clear the bricks if that the zombie or the zombie clear zombie clear the bricks. Yeah. Um, you, How does this? Do I, I actually have to be giving these verbal commands, right? So Mouseper is constantly talking to himself. Yeah, you, I mean, you can say tear down these bricks, and then it'll sort yeah. of tear it down. Or you can say take out that brick, take out that brick. You know, you can give a, a general task. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's currently piling bricks out of the way of the doorway. Um, is it wide enough to step through? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, axe in hand, candle in the other, I will uh, step into the portal. You step through, and as the candlelight illuminates the rest of the room, you see uh, lurching towards you in an uneven movement a very rotted zombie. Mm -hmm. I think I can just exert control over these creatures. I would like you to make me a willpower check plus twice your level. Um, yeah. Was this was this in the rules? I know I got those it's somewhere. Not. I'll pull them up. I'll pull up yeah. that PDF in just a sec. But uh, this is not in that PDF. Power check. Willpower is fifteen. So plus two is seventeen. Um, and this is is this like opposed by the creator or something, or is it just a straight? If it's a set up. DC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you tell me how it is that you exert control over the zombie or attempt to exert control over it. Um, well, what was it doing? Was it, it, was, it was lurching towards me? Like lurching towards you with arms out, thrown mm-hmm. into itself. I mean, I, it's an, it's a, I don't know what the word, it's a, like it's a power that I have that I haven't used before. So I think it's kind of, it would be just instinctual. There's no, like, ritual that goes along with it, if I'm thinking correctly. Where is... 
Sorry, digging around for uh, is this is this control and dad detailed in in the class? Or it is, is this... not. No, uh, is we're not. just making a an opposed check right now. Okay, cool. Um, unless this is unless they are controlled by something else, and I might have to vie with some dark power. I think it's just like they just naturally obey my intention, right? So the zombie comes lurching forward, and I'm like. I don't know, I hold the candle up, or does just like willing it to stop, stop it, or do I need to issue verbal commands again? Uh, sheer will has done nothing so far. Um, so it still starts. Yeah. Yeah. Stop there, and I like, I don't know. I'm standing in the doorway staring down the zombie, and I think it just comes to a stop if I. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you, you have your candle out, you put out your hand as, like, a physical barrier between you and the zombie and command it to stop, and it stops. Mm-hmm. As it stops moving towards you, you notice that its left foot is chained to something that disappears into the shadows. <laughs> so did I actually stop it, or does it just look like it's uh, chained up and it came to the end of its leash? Oh, uh, no, you definitely did stop it. It is not at the end of its leash yet. Hmm. So I inspect this creature. Does it look any different than the one that was upstairs, like in terms of age? Let me, I do have... Yeah, this one is a little bit more rotted. A lot bit more rotted. All right, so different. I wonder if these were like different. I don't even know. That's weird. Um, Is there anything else moving? I look around in the dark, uh, hold the light out to like make sure there's not more zombies waiting. You start poking around and you see some of these cages have corpses in them. Some of them are skeletons. Some of them are zombies. Um, They all seem to be undead, (laughs) if not active. Um, And that would be all the moving parts. In the meantime, why don't you give me a perception check while you search the room? Yeah. Um, my perception is 13. Um. Oh, wow. I was going to like slow leak some information to you as you find stuff over time <laughs> in here. Uh, but I let's, think let's just get the get the gist of it. I think I just walk into the center of the room and look around at candlelight, and I I I just know what this uh, what this room was made for. Absolutely, there is a slight reflective paint on the ground in the shape of a encircled pentagram uh, with kind of red lining all throughout it. You instantly, although you've never seen it before, you recognize a magic circle right away as Mm -hmm. some sort of summoning and containing center uh, that is in the base of this room. On the sides are cages and coffins, as we mentioned before. Each of these are labeled. And as you look through these labels, you recognize they are all members of your family, or at least the names reflect members of your family from way back in the day, like... You know, I the think zombie... I see winter, 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 right? Right, well, uh, you know, the, the zombie chain leads mm-hmm. to a, a cage that's open, and on it, mm-hmm. it says, like, Martha Winters, and then it has, like, the date range from when she was alive. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and you recognize that as like Martha Winters. That's my great grandmother, and uh-huh. you can and go just, through. That, and... That's the zombie that I'm. Yeah, that's in here with me now. Is, are there any other body? What's the body count in the room? Eight, four Eight. zombies, four skeletons, all animate and all active. animate. Or... So active, I think I don't. I don't restrained. see them all at first. I think the scene is Mal walks into the center of the room, flickering candlelight, slowly revealing animated corpse after animated corpse mm-hmm. of uh, my ancestors. Uh-huh. Super creepy. And I just like circ- like do a circle and look, stare them all down as I think I'm able, I, I think because their creator is dead, right? They just become mindless undead, free to be uh, nabbed up by any necromancer with a yep. strong enough will. Yep. Um, they are all caged except for Martha, who was a uh, free-ish so mm-hmm. we don't necessarily need to do opposed checks. You can exert your will over them without any real threat. You know, if it takes you five minutes to do it, you'll be able to do it because they're all caged. So we'll gloss over a bunch of pointless skill checks. Yeah, well, so there is this, the possession is the one you lay out, right? Where you can touch an undead yeah. and, like, link your consciousness to it. Right. So maybe is I mean is it a touch? If possession is touch, is like the control undead touch as well? Like, do I have to contact the, them to? Um, this is a fun. This is a great opportunity. Under my control. Figure that how, how out. Do you want that to work. Um, I want you to give me an intelligence check, and we yeah, will. I, mean, I do have you... an undead lore skill. Right, but this I... is more for your practice of you know mm. experimentation with how far it is that you can control. Well, I'm wondering what just happened. Like, did I have to touch Aunt Martha? Oh, nailed it. No, you didn't have to touch um, Martha, but you had to be within five feet of Martha. And that mm-hmm. was the range at which you were properly able to control her. Uh, you try it with some of these other people chained up, and from ten feet, it doesn't really seem to work. But once you get to about five feet-ish, you know, just almost within touching range... Uh, your control seems to properly exert. Hmm. Five feet, you say. Are they aggressive? Uh, up until you control them, yes. So I think I step into this ritual circle at the center of the room, look around, realizing I'm surrounded by these by the animate dead. Uh-huh. And they, in turn, probably come lunging for me, snarling, and they're each recoil. Should I roll a will check for each? Or does... is um, you can't if you was want. that just but... as a group, this this pack was turned? No, no, you would need to do it for each individual one, but they are caged, so they pose no threat mm-hmm. to you. So you can... Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Okay. All right. How did Martha get out? <laughs> I, I wonder to myself as I walk towards her cage. Did Is it just, like, torn open? Uh, yeah, it looks like... like the bindings on her cage were just pretty Arrested. poorly done. Um, Mm -hmm. What you do see over is a mostly devoured body within her cage as well of some sort of person in black robes. Uh, They're all sort of tattered and withered and shredded by probably Martha. Uh, But Mm -hmm. it looks like she ate someone who wasn't chained or bound. Likely her necromancer, I would guess. I, uh... Probably don't investigate further for the moment. Like, that seems pretty obvious what happened there. 
Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll, in, I'm gonna, in, I'm in, I got a twenty on that perception check. So I'm gonna inventory the rest of the room. Like, can I, did I, can I ascertain the purpose of anything else in here? Like, like do an inventory. Like, what else? So there's. There corpses. are. You, you mentioned like alchemical reagents and. There are alchemical those, reagents and a lot books. more notes than oh. the previous room had. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there are yeah, these books. These notes are in the form of books scattered throughout mm -hmm. the room. Yeah. Okay. Um, I set the candle down and probably go and secure some better light. A lantern or something from the main house, if that's something we would have, or mm -hmm. a torch at the very least. You can get a lantern, absolutely. Okay. Okay. And I think we're gonna hunker down and see what we're working with here. That's a bit of a surprise. Family secrets. Mm hmm. So you start going through these books. Mm-hmm. Are they all... They're different authors, right? I mean, they're in just... They're in Gadian? Old Gadian? Mm-hmm. Yep, they're in Old Gadian. Mm -hmm. uh, and it looks like the penmanship is the same through most of the books, although you find one that looks significantly older written mm -hmm. in a different hand. Mm-hmm. And are these instructions for... Uh, they are personal journals and notes from mm -hmm. some ancient relative. Uh, you don't see a name printed on it anywhere, but it's it's definitely the notes of a, a former necromancer in your family line. Mm -hmm. And only two, right? There, it looks like most of them are journals from a single, like I look through, they're all the same handwriting. They're all the same handwriting. It looks like there was oh. one recent, well, recent-ish, prolific writer, and then one older uh, writer. It's also worth noting that yeah. the notes in the other room, the atrium, uh, are in the third script. So a you've third. got three yeah. different scripts of writing. Um, the one in the, mm -hmm. the foremost room that you first discovered is the newest, followed by the pro prolific writer in the, the back room, followed by that one really old book or uh, script. So why, so why was this one sealed up separately? That's because presumably... The, hmm, the third necromancer had studied the earlier two. Um, in any case, the second is likely that poor bloke over there, right? I'm gonna now go over to the corpse in the cage, mm -hmm. the robed figure, mm -hmm. and maybe like drag them out of the cage. Yeah, uh, there's not much left here, but by the size and shape of the hips, you can tell it was a, a female necromancer. Fair enough. Um, can I guess the age of this corpse? Uh, what would be that... your technique for guessing that age? Um, I think that? based on the decay and like, I'm gonna, yeah, and the. Sure, give me an appropriate check for this. Yeah, I mean, I've got undead lore, I've got anatomy. I would like to I would be working on an embalming proficiency. 
that sure. I think do you I have like a, a CSI so that... or a medical examiner proficiency? <laughs> um, maybe maybe just an anatomy check at some sort of penalty. Yeah, that seems fair. My anatomy is a ten. I don't know. No, either way, it's not going to happen. Roll a yeah. four. Some ancient relative. The decomposition is awkward to tell because it's but been in this sealed I, room for so long. Like if there's flesh on the bones still, I would, you know, I could, although... It's fairly it's mummified. Sealed, and, right, yeah. yeah, it's kind of just, I mean, maybe this is part of one of the epiphanies that, uh, I don't know, hopefully I can find instructions in here somewhere on how to prepare corpses somewhere in this library. Mm-hmm. Um, but decades... Definitely hundreds decades. of years, right? I mean, if this my family member, like the the decay is consistent with right this being the necromancer and of this uh, with the, of this mm-hmm. lab. Totally yeah, yeah. We're, we're probably looking on the order of a century or so. Yeah. Hmm. Poor bastard. Poor dead bastard. Well, is Martha's cage broken? Yes. Mar- Martha was the name of the zombie, right? Yes. Named for uh, for the Arcadian goddess. Yep. Yep. Martha is a common female name. There are many, many women named Martha. Not all of them live up to their namesake, the goddess of life and creation. Mm-hmm. I do find that curious, though, that one of my ancestors would have been named for uh, for an Arcadian god. When I, I was, mean, all the... I was, yeah. Oh no, that's right. Because you guys were. Yeah, I was the under the impression gods. we were. Right. At, um, which might be. I mean, maybe that's just an inconsistency that is occurring to uh, Mouse for here. Mm-hmm. Like I had, uh, I had believed, you know, that or been taught. I don't know, been taught growing up or re- you know, and read in the family histories that we were of the of the old Gadian line, and we would have. Mm-hmm worshipped our, our winter gods accordingly. Mm-hmm. So having and someone here in your are, family here is, line. here is a uh, Martha Winter. Mm-hmm. How am I to... What am, what am I to make of that? Well. This room is full of curiosities. And I think I just set about to getting it like is it in is it decayed over the years like it's been sealed up for a century is it usable or is it just not as a um, a zombie because the body's been badly mangled and oh, no, i don't mean the body i mean this room like the oh. room oh, yeah. it's like it's like a there's a what's the ritual circle painted out of i'll go investigate that now is it looks to be like the it's engraved into the ground there's like a little chisel out where the circle would be and then Trencher some for blood or something like that something like that <laughs> and then there yes. is a uh, a hardened sort of like enameled red surface throughout the the trench hmm. is that it still intact it's intact yeah it definitely it doesn't look like dried blood or paint it looks like some sort of very carefully inlaid and brushed enamel or ceramic or something Hmm. 
I look around the room, um, and I have that to detect. I do have a detect spirits that will age me one year, but I think I'm still at the stage where I can just burn these years like a like a resource made with at least one year of spiritual force. So actually, I feel like I would have probably wanted to use this as I was stepping into the room if I had because a zombie is, has one year of spiritual force, right? Mm -hmm. Detect spirits would alert me to these zombies. Mm -hmm. And anything else in here. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're going to do? I, th I think I'll just burn the year. I don't really care that much, right? 20, what's 25 to 26? Nothing. Oh, wait. 20, still 25, lowering my age from 100 to 99. Excellent. Because we can't keep track of three digits. No, it's too much. Double digits, please. All right. Yes, um, there so are. I, I, I think I'm suspicious that there's maybe something else in here, right? I'm seeing this ritual circle that may, probably wasn't used for the zombies. Mm -hmm. What else is here? So I like, look out and I'm suddenly, I don't know, aware of the spiritual presence of these other entities. Mm -hmm. Is it just me and the zombies, or is there something else here? There's something else here. It's a circular room. It's on the, the back right side from where the entrance would be. Uh, you didn't notice it at first because it's almost entirely transparent, but now that you have detected the spirits, you, you see the four zombies, and then you see this ghostly red shade um, just kind of hovering, pressed against the back wall, so its features almost look like they're part of the wall itself. Was it once a man? It certainly woman? has the, the face of a woman, although it's long and drawn and gaunt. Do I have her attention? Like it seems to be is, so. I think I, I think I'm suddenly aware of this other presence. It's probably been watching me since I entered. Mm -hmm. Is that the impression I get in that instant? Like, oh mm -hmm. shit! Is that the reason this room was bricked up? Would the bricks have stopped such a such a spirit? Hmm. Can I make a make some sort of knowledge check? Yeah, give me an undead that? lore check. Um, eleven. I feel like folklore probably would have been more appropriate for this character, huh? I'm wishing I had done folklore and embalming instead of mm. sundead lore. But oh, I'll take that twenty-one. I'll take you, the knowledge. You are aware that ethereal creature. I should say that the ethereal plane is sort of a reflection of the prime primateria plane, except for. Um, organic matter. Organic matter is not represented in the material plane, so uh, in, the, in the ethereal plane. So anything ethereally shifted can walk right through organic matter, but would be stopped by a brick wall. So this shade well, before it's you... That there's there's another dimension to it, right? Life... Like, it, organic matter was made with life or something, right? Mm -hmm. If it's still got enough of that spiritual energy, that's a... that changes the way that... Sorry, I don't know. Mm, ish, ish. But you would know that a, a ethereally bound creature put in a, a walled up room would be stuck in the walled up room. 
at least this hmm. ethereally bound creature. There might be some that can push through inorganic as long matter. As it's airtight, right? They can. Right. They can. Right. If there but were cracks the, at all, it would be able to slip out. But, but if it's it bricked up organic, proper, would a metal would a metal box have caged this spirit? A metal box would cage it as well. If you could get a metal box that it, the entire creature could reside in, that didn't have any gaps or holes or locks or bars. Curious. Well, uh, what have I unleashed? Is this spirit like malevolent? Is it just sitting nope. there? Watching? It's just hovering there, staring at you. I don't know how spirits work. Can I possess? Oh, the possession is just under your control. Mm-hmm. So if you find these stray undead, it's still pretty risky, right? Like, you, I can't expect to have control over. Uh, you can try and exert your control over this one. Mm-hmm. It will be more difficult because it is definitely a higher uh, you, uh, level undead. Classifications of undead. Zombie, skeleton, ghost, restless, raised, and cursed, mindless, bound, and free. Okay. Yeah, so this would be a raised, free ghost. Mm -hmm. A free-ranged ghost is what this is. Um, You could add uh, modifiers for these categories if you wanted to, like, start to systematize... Yeah, well, we, I mean, we can get into the yeah. cataloging of undead in the future. <laughs> yeah. So, would you like to try and exert Hello. your will? Yeah, I, I, no, I'll try to talk to it, right? Can ghosts talk? Like, I, there's this moment of silence as uh, Mousefer realizes he's been in the presence of the spirit the whole time and only just now thought to check. Hmm. Who are you? Who were you? Uh, The shade gives you no reply, verbal or nonverbal. Is this the same as the corpse necromancer? (laughs) The the dead necromancer? The robed figure? Uh, The robed figure's face has been eaten, so Mm -hmm. there's no way to tell. Um... But the shade def- definitely has a human female form to it. It's quite possible. Hmm. Martha was that zombie from the in the cage, right? Yeah. Yeah. She must have married into the family. That's got to be what it was. She was Arcadian. Hmm. You haven't but, heard uh, of family members marrying outside of the family, you know? There, there has been a lot of interbreeding, or, you know, as is typical of the age, but mm-hmm. also uh, sometimes people marry outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to walk closer to the ghost mm-hmm. and see if it reacts to my presence. Not in the slightest. Um, but I think I'll get within five feet and reach out as I did before and see, feel this ghost out. Or you called it a shade, so it's not a shade. full-on ghost. It's some some yes. sort of animated spirit. Yes. Did you... Oh, you do have create shade as a mm-hmm. it's... level five ability or something like that? Uh, I believe level four. so. Yeah. Something like that. Level five. 
Using a weapon? Ooh, bone knife. Huh. I know, it is a level four spell. Like it's a level five undead, yeah. but a level four spell. Okay. Um, so if you would like to exert control over the shade, you can do so. Um, but it's going to be a higher DC than these other suckers. Yeah. It's probably would be... Well... Your magic circle. So this this circle must have been to make the shade. Um, what are the consequences of failure here? You don't know. This is your first time trying to exert control over things. Um, I think I walk within five feet of it, and I'm I've I've been like I detected this its spirit right, and I think I just get the impression that it's much stronger than I had anticipated. Mm -hmm. um, does it? Re so I'm not immediately going to try to control it. Is it unless it's like a threat to me? No, it, it doesn't seem to be posing and... any threat to you. You have undead lore, so you'd know that shades. Yeah, I think I'm putting it together right. It, it would be its its spirit had to be bound to some physical object, usually a ritual knife. Mm -hmm. And does it stay with that object? Like, does that mean that the the sacrificial knife is somewhere here? Or once no, it's... once it's created, it is okay. free to roam. But you would also know that shades are don't really have a method of attack. They're sort of just like um, entities that move around and can observe things. And mm -hmm. then if you can, you know, if you can possess a shade or your shades, then you can sort of scout things. You can move undetected because you're ethereally shifted. Ooh. So they, they work more as sort of like scouting creatures for necromancers rather than um, attack monsters. Um, they usually have one HP for each year of life that the caster sacrificed in their creation. They have no method of attack or regeneration. They're ethereally shifted, so normal weapons have no function against them, but spells or area of effect magic will hurt them. Um, typically shades are just created with one year of life because you don't need them to have a lot of HP. So usually mm -hmm. they're quite easy to dispatch. They don't have to be. Direct sunlight will render the shade invisible, but will also sort of blind them. And if they spend too much time in direct sunlight, can actually cause them uh, real damage. Is there any uh, sign of the ritualistic weapon that was used to create this creature or the body Absolutely. right someone would it, you basically sacrifice a person right and turn their spirit bind their spirit as a shade that is, is that one way of doing it just of the spell yeah you can you can kill another creature to use it to create a shade or you can sacrifice some of your own life to create a shade oh, that looks shade like of you. yourself yeah um so it could be either mm-hmm Okay, so this is probably the shade of the necromancer. Okay, I'm getting it. Um, uh, I'm not really interested in controlling it, but I would like to communicate with it. Is the best way, like, can, do you... I guess I've never linked with a... Uh, with any undead before. Yeah. So we don't really know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, shade... Oh, it just takes years and a ritual... And bone. 
And you would have to stab yourself with the ritual dagger to create the shade? Is that the idea? You need to draw your own blood, yes. And take the d4 physical and necrotic damage? Um, Caster takes hold a part of their spirit before severing it from themselves with a specially prepared silver knife and binds it with the blood. Of, oh, sorry, I'm reading spiritual weapon that's like right beneath in the table. Oh. Right. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah, totally different. Okay, yeah. So the create shade has no. Uh, there's no. Uh, there's a description for it if you scroll down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There is something about a silver knife to take part of to sever part of your life force. Right. Okay. Well, this executioner's axe is totally going to be a uh, whatever mm-hmm. weapon that level four, but or used to make sacrifices and make shades. I don't know if I could cut my own life force with this uh, Bardush, but I could certainly uh, borrow someone else's. So do you leave the shade there? Uh, for now. Okay. Yeah, I don't you, know. I don't want it to not like, exert your control me. over it? What's that? You're not going to attempt to exert control uh, over it and maybe have it control you and become the shade? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That sounds risky. Um, like I said, I think I'd rather try and figure out how to communicate with it, but that's not, is that in the necromancer's wheelhouse, communicating with undead? Most undead are unable to communicate. Uh, depends on their intelligence. Shades are simple and mm-hmm. have no communication abilities. You would need oh. advanced or complex undead for proper communication. Or like a, or like magic. Right? Or some sort of magic. Yeah. Right, like there's there's priest and wizard spells to like speak with, maybe just priest spells to speak with dead. Yes. But that's not, necromancers explicitly don't have that. Right. Those sorts of abilities, right? Right, right. You're they more focused on the dead. controlling and manipulation rather than okay. the communication with the dead. Hmm. Or would you need to talk to something that you've created, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you've been in here for a while now, and what is your butler's name? Your your housekeeper's name? Um, we've got a gosh, uh, that spreadsheet that I made. Uh, we've got a groundskeeper uh, right. named Lord Rosegrove. That's right, Lord Rosegrove. Um, so I believe he and Thomas, Tomas have been cleaning up the upstairs after your unfortunate intruder. Oh, yeah, and Tomas was the, uh, the housekeeper uh, cook. cook. Yeah, mm-hmm. house, yeah. Yes. Excellent. Um, is, was it today, the day that the bandits came into your estate? Um, I think it was over the night. I probably need to, like... I don't know. Yeah, I want to alert the town of those bandits for sure. Okay. Because they weren't from around here, right? They they were outsiders, right? They're just right. Yeah, looking for a quick buck at this uh, backcountry mansion. Oh, I need to update my spreadsheet. So, how many zombies did you say there were in cages? There's seven. Uh, four zombies and four skeletons. All right. Um, I which brings am... you to five and five, right? Uh, I have two skeletons for some reason. Okay. And one... Oh, that's right. You spent some time stripping flesh from a recently dead person, didn't you? Yeah, was that one of the bandits? Yeah, we made it. I think you spent all night 
with a butcher's knife hacking apart the body that's to... true yes yes we flayed that uh, bandit and animated them as a skeleton so right. i've got five zombies and six skeletons and i think it's morning and i'm like up to my elbows in blood and i've just and dirt right i just right. broke down a wall in the basement to uncover this yeah, ritual you, circle. You've been in the basement all night. I explore. I can't heal myself from figuring out what's in here. But mm-hmm. I think around morning is the time where I'm gonna have to resurface and go into town and tell them that I've been raised by bandits and they need to track them down. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I don't think the sheriff has a chance of finding them, but mm-hmm. you should at least report such. Uh, crimes to the proper authorities or something right I mean you the are the proper day, authorities the dawn after the bandit attack yeah, yeah. alright so are you um, so I'm going to get gonna cleaned do? up and surface right. uh, leave the undead in the basement but and the shade just free I guess <laughs> if I shut the door will it stay put like, I don't see well, there's no door, right? right? It, oh, there's the, the hatch. Yeah, the hatch. The hatch is made of wood, organic matter. The shade can walk right through it. Oh, it's organic matter that it can pass through. It can pass it through any organic, organic matter. matter, yeah. Okay, okay. Hmm. Okay. Is it, had, it's, not, it's not animated, though, right? I mean, like, it's there, it's not, yeah. it is bit. It, it is inert. Yes. Uh, you make it back to your house. It looks like the blood has been cleaned up by Tomas and Lord Rose Grove. Um, mm-hmm. They're even waking up and starting their daily activities when they see you come in up to your elbows in blood. Um, uh, I think they just like they just see me walk past in the. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, they probably see it, but I think they just see me walking into the house to wash my hands or whatever. Right? There's like a. Sure. They, they don't know. There's a washroom or something. I don't know what. Yeah, you find uh, probably the, the kitchen. Manor there's house some... would have in the way of amenities. Right, uh, plumbing, right? But right, as you you go to wash in the back or something. Lord maybe, Rosegrove maybe, asks maybe if you would kitchen. like him to draw you a bath. Uh, that would do. That would do. I probably ought to notify the town of the bandit attack. Very good. Town, the right the. What do we? What do we call it? The people, notify the people, notify the folk of the uh, bandit attack. Lord Rosegrove goes to get Tomas, and together they will take buckets of water from the nearby well and dump it into a basin for you and boil water to mix it in to get it at least somewhat warm so you're not just bathing in freezing well water. Uh, It's a slow process, but eventually you get scrubbed up and cleaned. Who added uh, Clarice and Rose to the spreadsheet? Right, they're dead, aren't they? Uh, Clarice was your great grandmother. Yeah. Yep. And Rose was the skull on the table. Yeah. Who been? Who is it? Did you, so did you add these characters? I haven't touched your spreadsheet. Did I like fuck up permissions so that someone, or did I? F- who added it to the spreadsheet, Okay, deleting Rose, delete great-grandfather's side woman. Someone, is, someone has been taking notes on my uh, spreadsheet. It's possible it was me. So Rose is already in the undead category. Rose is a severed head. She does not, and no one cares if she's my great-grandmother. Um, 
or at least the spreadsheet does not care. She's my great, great. So Clarice, great grandmother. Ghost and liars taking. Why are there why are there dead people showing up on on the living side of my spreadsheet? All right. Oh so my God. at the very least, Clarice would show up, but but I don't have her. Who's controlling the spreadsheet? Oh uh, my God! Do you need you've got Clarice in your notes, right? Can yeah. I delete that from here? I don't. I mean, she's not animated, your... right? She's not alive. She's not dead. I don't think she shows up on the spreadsheet. All right. Um, Clarice was your great grandmother. Mm-hmm. What else yeah. do we know about her? Anything? They were there. No one can edit. They were there the whole time. So these are probably just my own notes that were that are confusing me. Maybe. But anyways. Or maybe there's a ghost in the machine. It's possible. Not a shade, though, because a shade couldn't interact with it. Right. Unless the internet is ethereally shifted. Okay, so I take my bath, and then I think I need to head into town to tell the sheriff that there were bandits at the manor house last night. Okay. You make it into the camp by I have a horse, right? No. There's a, there's a stables, but uh, I can't afford a horse. <laughs> it's an empty stable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you um, make your way into town. I have to a... walk like a like a commoner. Yeah. Or maybe it, it's probably not that far, right? Maybe it's like not. a mile like a down a mile little, down a right. little dirt path, dirt road. Yeah, it's just beyond the hedges and down the way and through the lane. <laughs> but you make it to to the small camp. With mm-hmm. the temporary buildings turned permanent and a few real buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are go going to, about their Fred, business. I go to Freddy's house. I think it's one of the few building buildings, right? It's mm-hmm. a little little shack built for a sheriff. Mm-hmm. I think he lives in the same place. And there's wasn't a jail. I feel like I might regret not having a jail, but turning down the jail. But, if, yeah. but you know... I mean, I think you you've got some cages. <laughs> I, got a, I got a jail in uh, in. Okay, so I, I go knock on Freddy's door. The sheriff gets up and comes to you, hat in hand, giving you a deep bow. Uh, my lord Winters, what can I do for you? Uh, I'm here to report a trespassing. Bandits at the manor house last night. This is two of them are news. two of them are on the lamb. Do we have hounds in this, uh, in the camp? Like, is a hound master something that there's I, no that, that would exist? Particular or is that dog that trainer. A lot of people have hounds and dogs, but there's no like dedicated hounder. Okay, I feel like that's gonna have to change. Is there a huntsman? There's huntsmen around though, right? Mm-hmm. Many huntsmen. Many Some of huntsmen. them hunt with dogs. Yeah, that's what that's what I was after. Okay. I think we need to gather a posse. So I'm like, so I tell the sheriff, you know, you'll need to gather a posse and uh, track down these bandits. And there's probably this is probably something that has to be done from time to time, right? You you gather up the huntsmen to find, I don't know, Certainly. find a lost kid in the woods, or Certainly, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so maybe it's been a couple years since it's sheriff's been a while since it's had to be the, done. Round up the huntsmen, but. Uh, he gives you a because right, usually stiff... they'll work in work on their own, feed their own family. They probably got their own territory carved out. Right, but every now and then out. the town needs to come together for some greater good. 
Uh, and so the sheriff can go through and collect some huntsmen with some hounds, and he tells you he'll take care of it for you. Not to worry, <laughs> my lord. I shall see to the bandits at once. Do you know which way they went? Um. Um. I did. I know. Uh, it was the, I don't know. I north and north and west into the woods from my manor house. I can. Excellent. I can have my groundskeeper show you where the trails start. Excellent, my lord. I shall immediately yeah. gather some excellent hunters. This guy sounds way too prim and proper. He's a he's a backwater sheriff, Neil. Alright, <laughs> I'll gather some lord. hunters for you, my lord. Oh god. <laughs> Is that better? We'll work on it. Okay. With some practice, you'll be a great DM, I I promise. Just train me. I need I need training. <laughs> or better yet, chat. Tell us in chat how to oh how, god how to, how to play better. <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, All right. Um, uh, why don't we take a, a short break, and okay. when we come back, we will see the NPCs go off to re get uh, to to capture some bandits or kill some bandits, and Mousefur will probably get a, a nap, much needed rest. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out. We're probably turning nocturnal as any uh, proper necromancer oughta. Yeah. Right. And we'll, we'll, we'll be... uh, catch you on the other side. Bye-bye, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. The sheriff yep. goes to take care of these duties. Yep. I don't necessarily expect him to track down the bandits, but uh, we need to have a, a hound posse on mm -hmm. hand. For such such events, so just uh, keeping the I don't know, keeping everyone on alert. Yeah. Uh, you then head back to your your home, right? Yeah, yeah. We always got stuff to do around the estate. Excellent. Especially I expect Malsifer these... probably wants some level of sleeping, or are you so oh, wired yeah, from I think this he's, experience? I think I will crash as soon as I get back, won't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sleep through the day. And probably wake up towards evening, break my fast for dinner. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll get to, I think I'll probably have a night of studying. Um, I will, let's see. I definitely want to pick up embalming at my, ne my next level. I kind of wish I had already grabbed it, but such is life. You make the character and then you usually stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because all these undead are gross, and I don't want to get any nasty diseases. I ain't, I ain't no paladin. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, yeah. So we'll be perfect. Yeah. Plus mummies, right? Right. Um. So I want to. I do want. That's something I want to look for. Is if there's like, is is this something that's in the library? Like, do I have some books describing embalming? You do. Or was the? There are. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know one thing I wanted to think about. Uh, this, uh, this maybe is as much a question for myself as for you, but uh, old Gadian like burial practices. Mm. Like, how do we have it? Is there? Would there be an undertaker in a small in a camp this size? Did that fall to? 
individuals, my family? I mean, maybe it's... There on... is... Um, your burial practices tend to be fairly straightforward. Or just, you know, burying them. Uh, you have... Mm-hmm. There's probably, like, a priest in town who takes care of all the, there, the grave digging. I don't know. We established there was a... There's a chapel, mm-hmm. but I think currently there was no... There's no priest. Uh, yeah, but probably the but last was, priest at died. At one point in time, there would have been priests, and I think it would have been, a, like, a priest to the old gods, but there's currently none and probably no one who knows what or you know has a direct line to what the proper practices would have been so at this point in time just people probably just you know next of kin just bury uh, everyone yeah, and there there wouldn't you wouldn't need an undertaker for a village of 250 people right definitely not uh yeah. your yeah. your family tends to have like a what do you call it a mausoleum where all of yeah. your family members are entombed and it, in his in, in past, would they have had? Would they have employed a, a tomb keeper, a, an undertaker, a? I don't know. Maybe in days or did gone they handle by. That, handle that in house. Am I finding like in the library like descriptions of how the how the house would endure the, their own? Yeah. Um, there are rules for the procedures and the proper way to embalm a body to remove these organs and those organs and flood it with this and wrap it with that and leave it in yeah. a dry okay. place. So we'll we'll keep thinking about this. I think it's mechanically it'll be third level or whenever I get that non-deficiency that I've fully unlocked these secrets, but that's certainly something that I'm studying in my downtime. Mm-hmm. And what else other family secrets? Like I think I'm trying to link up the basement with the with the rest of the house. I guess a lot of that is starting to make sense, right? The wing of the house was built by Clarice, who I just deleted mm-hmm. from my spreadsheet. Um, and uh Right, for her husband, Clarice was a necromancer, probably the third necromancer. There was a second who I found dead, entombed, killed by their own zombo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was someone's assistant? No, that was because there was a... They killed themselves making the shade? I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of mysteries in that basement. Um, I do want to check. So uh, after dark, I think once... Uh, I can trust that for yeah, for whatever reason, it feels right to be uh, surreptitious and sneaking around in the dark. Don't need Rosegrove thinking I've got a problem going down to that basement all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be coming up from the murder basement with blood up to your elbows every day. Right. So like I think after they come inside, I sneak out to the basement and I go to check and make sure that the, uh, that nothing crazy happened during the day. Right. That, uh, <laughs> the zombies didn't get loose and, Right, they just stayed put where I put them. They, they can't climb. Can zombies climb ladders? Moved. Not without explicit command, as far as I know, right? <laughs> right, zombies struggle with ladders. They struggle quite a lot with a ladder. Um, but they're all still in place. The skeletons are still in place. The shade hasn't moved. It's dimly outlined by this mm-hmm. uh, crimson glow to it. Just, It's hard to see, but once you know where the shade is and you're looking for it, you can sort of see a crimson outline to it. Mm-hmm. All is seemingly well. Yeah. Uh, so what is your plan here? So there are a lot of options here. 
and we can move through them. Um... Well, the long game is to systematically animate an undead army and use it to rule over all of Old Gadia, all of right, this whole island, probably mm-hmm. from Pinespur. Mm-hmm. So the long, long game. game is to yeah, build an army that can capable of conquering Pinespur. Mm-hmm. What's the short game? But, now I'm so I guess I'm I'm trying to decide I mean I need to find a source of bodies right so do I start digging up graveyards around here or do I go and I don't know maybe these track down if we can track down the bandits okay I mean, I think eventually we'll probably just be rolling through, making every corpse into a zombie or a skeleton. Okay. To start, though, is is it better to uh, animate my own people as uh, as the living dead, or or what? The others. Well, we've already flayed that one bandit, right? Mm-hmm. He's already a skeleton for you. He's already a skeleton. <laughs> um, I think for now I can't make too much of a fuss. Although maybe that would be good. I mean, maybe it would be nice to have the attention of Pinespur. Like let them let them send emissaries or knights or whatever to investigate us. Right? We'll just. Yeah, so maybe it wouldn't be too bad of a thing if uh, if rumors started to get out of what's... I don't know. All right. So you're down in here sort of poking yeah, around while you're considering your options. right? Yeah. Uh, you're looking through these notebooks that you've got. You're reading them by candlelight as the zombies and skeletons sort of chitter. Now the, zombie, yeah, I mean, the skeletons have this sort of like bone clacking on bone sound from time to time that gives them a an ambient background noise. You can feel the presence. You can hear the presence of skeletons, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit disgusted to find that my my whole family animated around me, right? I would have... Yeah. Are you not excited to be connected with your family again? You were alone, the last of your line, with no siblings or parents, and now here's grandparents and great uncles and aunts and great grandparents. Great great grandparents. This seems to me a bit of a waste, right? What are what what was Clarice doing here digging up so I guess I mean there's the whole dig up the uh up the family graveyard for corpses, right? That's already been done, right? That was. <laughs> I mean, there are there's some people missing, right? There's your parents that aren't here anywhere to be found. They could mm-hmm. be added to the collection. Did you have a sibling or more? <laughs> if you have siblings, they could also be added because they're definitely dead. They're you haven't seen them. So I think that's one thing I'm pondering. Uh, 
Uh, as you flip yeah. through your notes or through these notebooks in here, it appears that that second script, the plur- prolific one, um, is probably written by your grandmother Clarice. Uh, you do find yeah. a couple of notes uh, on like a bottom corner of a page that says CW. And for mm-hmm. a while, you weren't sure what that meant, but you're now thinking that's Clarice Winters is the mm-hmm. little CWs in the corners. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she was initialing her journal. Yeah, I mean, at first it looked like random scribbles and you couldn't make any mm-hmm. sense of it, but after pouring through the library upstairs mm-hmm. and looking through these things, it looks like Clarice Winters was probably the, the necromancer here. She made additions mm-hmm. to the house to create that tower for her husband to live in. And the basement for herself, right? So she must have made the whole basement. And then someone more recently was working in the other room. Someone at least patched up the other room. Yeah. Yeah. Who was Rose? Rose was Rose was Clarice's uh, husband's Julie? potential lover, right? Was that that was that that plot, or? Um. Uh, that may have been me adding in my own. Uh, that might be you adding in your own. I don't think we know who Rose is yet, right? It's just a, a skull she was on mentioned, a table? Well, she was mentioned in one in a diary that I found somewhere. Oh, what did it say? I don't remember what I've told you and what I have kept secret. <laughs> so. um, it was, she was just mentioned as... She a maid or something in the house? She wasn't a member of the family, but I remember. But I was able to find some mention of her in like the. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's a case where Mouseford can't remember. I saw some mention of Rose in a book upstairs somewhere, but I can't remember which mm-hmm. whose journal it was. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much I really care about digging into that family, family drama. It's such a tangled web. It is. Um, and so many, I don't know, inconsistencies laid bare or hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. How much cognitive dissonance can uh, one necromancer keep up? So you're um, down here in the basement working on these things when you hear sure. the familiar voice of Lord Rose Grove calling to you from the, the trap door. Do you normally leave I, the trap door open or closed? Uh, I don't think we've established. I think I haven't spent enough time down here to establish. This is the middle of the night, by the way. It is the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah I do. So I probably hear. A, do I hear a knocking, or did he just come down to find me? Uh, I don't think we've established. Like I think. No, I was, no, I'm going to say you left the trap door open to come on down, and you I just don't hear think a I voice. Would, I think I would leave it closed. Oh, okay. Right. Because we had the issue with the rain the first night. I think I would have gotten in the habit of leaving sure. it closed behind me, unless okay. it's difficult to get out or I would worry for my safety closed down here. No. Does the no. ladder need to be propped in and out each time? or is No, it, it can be set down in. It's fine. Um, so then you would hear a, or, a knocking on the trap door, followed by mm-hmm. a slightly creaking open and a voice calling, Master yeah. Winters! Yeah. Master Winters! The sheriff yeah, is I here. Emerge from the basement, yeah. Um, but yeah, Lord Rosegrove. Shortly, I shout, and uh, 
yeah, go to go to leave quickly. Um, are there books down here that I wouldn't want seen? Like, is there a reason to keep this library separate from the one upstairs? Is is it? Uh, the books down here have lots of sketches of corpses and okay, writings. So it, on... the, the separation seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah. This There's is no the... staircase from inside the house. No, this basement is completely separated from the house. There is no cross. Okay. I come out the hatch, hopefully not in sight of uh, the sheriff and the houndsman, but it sounds like they are, yeah. Uh, right, they so are I, like, inside. I, I complain about the ladder. They're inside. Mm -hmm. Lord Rosegrove takes you to one of your, your sitting rooms where the sheriff is standing, cap in hand, waiting for you. Yeah, yeah I come, it's not raining anymore, is it? No, it's a dry day. But I'm still probably covered in dirt at the very least yeah you probably got a little An bit of scent about you. me of hmm. old musty tomes maybe something else um which would be odd for a noble woman or, no, sorry nobleman to, uh, i see here i am i'm embracing the melissifer <laughs> uh yeah so yeah so i come in all dirty walking from outside of my own estate and ah sheriff are there houndsmen with him or just no, uh is he alone just okay. just by himself uh, Lord, Lord Winters. Uh, how was um, it? Yeah. The, Good hunting? The, almost. Um, the huntsmen came across a bandit camp, but there were a lot of them. And um, huntsmen oh. didn't feel they could properly uh, take them all. Did... They, they reported ten bandits, armed and armored in a are all small the, camp. Are all the dogs okay? Um, everyone got, everyone made it back? The, the hounds are fine, yes. Hmm. He seems a little thrown <laughs> that you're asking for the safety of the dogs before the safety of the people. <laughs> uh, but he, you know, he's a yeah. pro, he rolls with it. I don't know. Odd minds. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, where, how, how far off were these uh, bandits? Five miles away. I could have Can one of the huntsmen show you. Hmm. Yes, please. Uh, send Edgar, I say. <laughs> Edgar, Actually, he's um. Just, is that a good idea? Right, he was one of the. He was. Oh no, he was I, a lumberjack. I'm sorry, Never mind. Edgar's not Edgar. in, no, no, no. in any condition to to be moved, my lord. He's. I didn't. I wouldn't be okay. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. He was he was a lumberjack, not a yeah, not a huntsman. So yeah, that wouldn't make any sense, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then we'll introduce a, a new character. Yeah. Um, I he's probably they're probably resting now. Yeah. Uh the. Okay. Norman the Carpenter's dead, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's dead. Uh, Norman the Carpenter, he's still on my living. Is he? he? How did the Carpenter... No, the Carpenter was fine. He just had a spooky night. Oh, Edgar so... Edgar was, was the one okay. that I tried to murder. Right. Norman the Carpenter survived. I think... Norman's I chill. Norman directly witnessed, but he was there the night that... I had that altercation with, uh, with Edgar... Okay. Okay. All right. So hopefully in the morning, one of the huntsmen will come to lead me to this bandit camp. And then I'll take 
my undead to attack the bandits. Um, so but... you will need a huntsman to show you the way. Mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering, do I go... Is there a way, like how... I've got the knight to work. Could I possibly disguise my uh, undead? Oh, you know, I could send the shade as to like investigate first. That may be worth doing. Spy on the bandits. I've got eleven undead. How hard would it be to like? They're they would be they're obviously dead, right? I can't just like put a robe around them, gloves over their hands, and boots on their feet. You could put you could do that for the skeletons, and no yeah. one would be the wiser, especially at night. The zombies have a, yeah. a shuffle. So that's what I'm. Them. So I, I probably got until morning till the huntsman shows up. Uh, no, the huntsman's uh, down by the barn. He wasn't allowed to come in the house. Oh, uh, he's here. Yeah, he's just he's just out on the property. Oh, so I he's think he's too I'm lowly to to come into the house. So he's coming right now. It's like midnight, right? Then the sheriff's here telling me they found the bandit camp. Yeah, it's probably a little later than midnight, actually. Uh, but they came right here once the huntsman came back from there, scouting out and finding things. And okay, so I'm like, send the huntsman, and he's like, oh, I'll get him, and he's uh, just hold waiting. Hold on, at I, I'll go get yeah. H- Hannibal for you. Please. And here I am thinking I've gotten told more. Hannibal is the name. Hannibal the Huntsman. That. All right. Uh, I don't know how to spell Hannibal, but that's fine. H a double n i b a l. He's a great, great scout. Fantastic at scaling mountains, crossing seas, leading armies, ah, eating people. Ah. Oh, whoops, I have most certainly overbrewed my tea. Oh. I poured it during the break, and I think we're like 20 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> whoops. Um, Cool. So does he is does he come in? Like he, he the sheriff goes and gets Hannibal yeah. right the second. Does yeah. he look? There's he, some time. You've got you know ten minutes mm-hmm. before he shows up or whatever. Maybe not quite ten, but no, I'm confused. Time. Is he here now or is he coming? He's in the barn. The sheriff will go get him if you want. It'll my, take five minutes. Barn, right. That's Your super. Barn. That's super weird that he's waiting in my barn. Yeah, your abandoned <laughs> barn outside on the property. He just wasn't allowed in the house, but they just put the huntsman and his dogs yeah, in the so barn. Uh, have I met that? Do I know who this guy is? Or uh, Yeah, probably. You've met him. It's a small town. You kind of know everyone there. Sort of. In some small way. You'll probably recognize his face. Is he doing in my, I'm going to go see what the fuck he's doing in my barn. I think I go with the sheriff to go talk to this guy. Uh, sure. Why Lord Rosegrove tags along. Does he have his dogs with them or something, and he didn't want to bring them to the house? He has uh, a few dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes apparent that Lord Rosegrove thought the dogs would track a lot of mud in the house, and so he left Hannibal and his hounds in the barn so as not to create a mess, mm-hmm. um, but to give them some form of shelter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here you are face-to-face with Hannibal and Freddy, the sheriff, while Lord Rosegrove stands on the sidelines in case you need anything. Does he have a torch or something, or is he just hanging out here in the dark? Uh, he has a lantern that he's okay. hung on an old, rusty nail. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you find him, he's squatting in the, the mud, scratching his dogs, and when they see you approach, he mm. stands up fully, gives you a, a stiff bow. Can animal handling be used on puppers? Yeah. Right. Maybe a disadvantage, because they're so cute. <laughs> 
<laughs> are, okay, I'm not sure how animal handling usually work. You might usually need to feed them, but I just want to, I need to roll for puppers. What are you trying to do with these puppies? Roll 20 KL1. Wait, what are you doing to the, the puppies? <laughs> what are you doing to the puppies? Um, oh, critical failed. I think that the dogs do not like me. They start bark. They like uh, they start barking as soon as I walk in. Yeah. Oh, the second one was. Oh yeah. No, I, it's it definitely like they smell the undead on you. Yeah. You know they they can smell the necrotic evil energy rolling off of you, and they immediately start <laughs> growling. Yeah. Um. All right, Hannibal. Uh, I think to myself. Uh, <laughs> I. I will not. Hannibal, let's speak outside. Or the, let's speak inside. Uh, they move away. You all move away I from the dogs. I look sideways to the dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> normally, I'm such an. Normally, animals entrust, trust me so instinctively. What is it? The, what is it they sense on me? I think I have a weird stare down with the dogs, and making eye contact with them just makes them even matter. Yeah. And they bark as uh, we step outside. Oh, you got it. Wait. There's a show good boy icon? There's a show good boy. Yeah, there who's, is. Who's the who's that dog? Uh Nimrod or some kobold. Wait, turned into a puppy? Well yeah, it's <laughs> a, a Yeah, uh what's his name? Matthew Burger Art did the the emote and mm-hmm. it's a, a kobold, although it looks sort of like a dog, but our dogs and kobolds are, are pretty similar. Show good boy. Awesome. Yeah. So good. Okay. Um, what was the? What, what was the, there was that emote? What emote did I think of earlier in the show? Oh, it was. I, I don't know. You had an idea though, didn't you? Someone remind me later. All right. Um, all right. Uh, how does Hannibal? Does Hannibal look like he needs to rest? Nope. Have you really? He's just standing at attention next to you. It's late, but you know he's in the presence of his lord. He's not going to show fatigue. Mm-hmm. Be very unmanly of him. Yeah. Uh, like you've seen the camp. Yes, lord. I've I've got some. Uh, I'll need to make some calls. Uh, go ahead and rest for a couple of hours. I like look up, guessing the time of night. How many hours till dawn? Like, can I start to see light in the east? No, it, we're in the witching yeah. hour. It's All after right. midnight. I'm like before, or get some get some rest, Hannibal. Water the hounds. Uh, come back at dawn. I'll need you to uh, to guide us back to the to the bandits. He bows again. And mm-hmm. grabs his dogs with a whistle and heads back to town to get a few hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Lord Rosegrove, I shout, and uh, entering the apartment. Um, he comes uh, hurrying. I turn to the sheriff as, uh, yeah, to like, whatever, see him out as well. I'm like, uh, right at. So I to, to or dismiss is the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Dismiss the sheriff. So I give whatever change you know. Thank you for your uh, for your assistance in this sheriff. You know that that'll be all. You you'll probably need some be be liking some rest yourself. I, uh, 
And I, he, I assume, takes the hint and just leaves. He does. Um, Lord Rosegrove, I want to see if he can get me some disguises for the skellies. Do we have any old, like, you? so do you know if there's any old... Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got a few. Anywhere. Like, yeah, with, there's, there's clothes from like former family members. You've got a few changes of clothes. There's mm-hmm. there's spare clothing in the house. Yeah, so it might with be the help old. of uh, of the staff or whatever we would call them uh, of the house, uh, <laughs> the house staff. We'll uh, see if we can find enough clothes to disguise the uh, skeletons as mercenaries. <laughs> you have seven skeletons. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if we can, like, find an old room with old clothes yes. and just... Mm, you have eight like a couple... possible um, disguises, let's call them, outfits mm-hmm. to, to hide your skeletons. <laughs> well, dresses and stuff. No. <laughs> uh, you well, know, hopefully... long cloaks, boots, gloves, hats to cover yeah, faces, the, that sort the of thing. Gloves are, the gloves and boots are key. Um, and hopefully, we-, we don't have. I don't have like a weapon, ars- or an armory, or anything, do I? No. There's probably a suit of chainmail somewhere in the house. Uh, really? Because I would be wearing it if it existed. No, I don't think so. Okay, maybe not. No, I think like why would what kind of noble family would have like an arsenal in their basement? A lot. That's Especially... actually super common. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh... Uh, anyways. Yeah. No, I don't think, I mean, I couldn't, yeah. Okay, so there's no armor around skeletons. No, um, I they think, so I think they'll have, mis- we'll, I'll arm them with mismatched, uh, so I think I'll have, I'll have the staff help me find, like, we probably go into storage and pull out a couple boxes of mm-hmm. some of these old clothes. Yeah. So they're probably somewhat nobly clothes, but they're like dated. They're from like sixty years ago, and I mean, moths have gotten to them right? a little bit here and there. And I'll tell the staff they can get to bed too. So I will assemble my skeletons out in the backyard and just wrap them all head to toe in these assortment of clothes to cover every bone exposed. Sure. Give me a perception check while you do all this. Yeah, actually, I will do that in the. I'll take the clothes into the basement. I'll probably I mean, I'll probably just drag I'm pretty strong, but I'll probably just drag them and toss them into the basement and get the skeletons closed underground. Never mind, don't make me a perception check then. Yeah. Um, You assemble your seven skeletons in the basement. You dress them appropriately. I arm them with I might I'm gonna it's totally gonna be transparent that, that something is fishy but I mean this the cover story that I'm gonna tell the huntsman is these are mercenaries <laughs> that I hired <laughs> that's the official story mm-hmm. um and we'll arm them with various uh household I don't know like b- improvised clubs and probably like kitchen knives and stuff. You can get a meat cleaver here, a, a pitchfork there. There's like a cudgel. Leg, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, a meat so tenderizer scrape. from the kitchen as well. Just like a nice big mallet with lumps on it. Yeah, so we scrape together uh Yeah, various various improvised weapons. Um, get everyone covered in cloaks and gloves and boots and hat pulled. And I think I'm gonna have to wrap their faces. Can they can they still sense the world if their eyes are covered? Um, if it's very thin fabric, like a veil or something, that'll work. But if it's too so, thick, it will blind them. 
Interesting. Uh, then I'll probably leave, wrap them leaving eye slots open. So okay. basically like a, yeah, a full head wrap. Uh, probably scarves and stuff. I mean, everyone, mm -hmm. I'll work with what I've got, but probably most of them will just have scarves wrapped everywhere except their little eye sockets and hoods yeah. pulled over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how many Skeletors do I have? You have a total of, I want to say, you have seven, right? Um, I have six skeletons. Six and... skeletons, perfect, and eight costumes. Oh, and the one of them is he even gets to wear his old uh, his old bandit clothes. clothes. Yeah. So if they look, if the bandits look closely, they'll be like, "Hey, is that uh, what's is his name? Shirt and cloak and boots and gloves." Mm -hmm. With this, now he's got a weird scarf wrapped around his face. But uh, yeah, totally. I'll redress the, that flayed bandit as as his former self. Excellent. You can and tell he, by he, the pinkishness weapons, right? of the bones. Say what he. He had a at least a dagger or something. What did he? What did he? Was, was I think he, he came in with a, a short sword or an axe or something? He did have a weapon. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, axes make great improvised weapons. If I can find a little hatchet or something, I don't know. All right. So when so these six skeletons, uh, once they're presentable, I'll like lead them up the stairs, and I probably need to get be more careful with the commands I give, huh? Or am I starting yes. to think? Uh, right. Because your skeletons will attack on sight. Yeah. Yeah, they will attack any living thing unless you tell them not to attack, in which case mm -hmm. they will not attack anything. But you, you know, if they're in attack mode, they will just attack living things until it's over. I think, it, yeah, it seems like they've got an instinctive hatred for life, right? Something like that, definitely. So if they're not properly distracted otherwise their default mode is to just snuff it out whenever they sense it mm -hmm. so how do i yeah so i think i i mean uh, they're off now right i'm like don't yeah don't attack anyone right don't hurt anyone come follow me uh up the uh up this ladder and okay. in the, just before dawn, I come creeping out of the basement. I need to get some coffee or something if I'm gonna <laughs> pull an all-nighter here. And uh, assemble my skeletons in the backyard. They are assembled? Out by the barn. Uh, um, all right, so we got six skeletons, improvised weapons. Zombies are so, yeah, but probably not good for a raid. They're a little slow, but they have a lot of hit points. They're hard to kill, and they do a lot of damage. They're yeah. tough. Shit. But disguising one of them, as, like, though, that's going to stink, right? Uh, your huntsman mm -hmm. would recognize something is very off about these, like, ambling semi-groaning <laughs> mercenaries Skeletons with a stench. head to toe in cloths. Yeah. My hope is that he'll be like, who are these, yeah, who are these mysterious, I don't know, whatever. They'll get, are them, you they'll gonna get bring it. They'll zombies? understand eventually. No, I think I will, it will the uh, huntsman will come find me with these assembled uh, uh, mercenaries in the uh, outback by the stables. Just around dawn? Just the huntsman shows up a little early. 
Because he's uh, sipping, uh, sipping coffee or tea or whatever Tomas was able to make for me. Yeah, your your huntsman is a a good servant, a good mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what you call it. What's someone who is bound to a lord? Um, as a term. Hmm. I guess it doesn't matter. Anyway, he shows up uh, 15 minutes early, just in case you need him for something. Mm-hmm. With the dogs or now? With the dogs, yes. Okay. How many? He has two, you said? Three. Three doggos. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'll kind of ignore the dogs. I'm like, try not to gather their attention. Okay. Keep my mercenary separate. I'm like, ah, Hannibal. He bows. I like flag him over. Uh, you'll have to lead uh, myself and these uh, mercenaries to the bandit camp. Of course, my lord. Uh, and I think he... he probably has to steer the dogs wide of... Uh, yeah, the dogs aren't too happy about this. They're barking up a storm. He mm-hmm. does his best to keep them in line and hush them. Let me give him a check here. Oh, he's good with his animals. He gets them to quiet down enough, but every now and then they'll give a growl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bringing the shade might be a good idea, because that would give me vision. Like scouting. Mm-hmm. How many How many bandits did he say there were? There were too many for them, right? There were ten. There were ten. Yeah. We'll do that with six skeletons. Are you rolling as Necromancer? Is that who you are right now? Yes. Okay, is there cool. a character sheet for Malsifer? I don't know if there is a character there sheet is, for him, yeah. but I just wanted to make sure I can assign the skeletons to your commands. Okay. Yeah. All right. Six skeletons for you. Where? Oh, skeleton. Uh, well, I, I will bring you to the map when you get there. There's a map, huh? There will be a battle map for, for you and your skeletons to assault the bandits. All right. We're gonna need so, a little. We're gonna need a Malsifer token. Can you describe yourself for me? Um, not in terms that are useful for a token. Excellent. <laughs> uh, he's a human male. Uh, and he's got like leather coat, leather trench coat, full body leather armor, and an axe, like an executioner's axe. Okay. Um. Maybe just like a black-robed human. I might even be able to. Where am I? Where... Ooh, black-robed, huh? I've got a black-robed guy with a wicked knife. A wicked knife. Yeah, is that good enough? I mean, I'm looking for a black-robed guy with an axe. Is that an executioner? Is that a thing? Ooh. Well, then you probably have like a mask on, huh? Maybe. Oh, who's what's the what's this knife token? Or are you putting it on the pizza on the I will we can just roll with something for now and sort it out later. Sure, sure. Uh let's see, I've got this guy. I'm just gonna throw down a couple of things real quick. And then the version of him with the, the dagger instead. Um Look at him. That's that's better for now. It's better than the weirdo with uh with a skull on a stick. Right. 
Kind of looks like he's got a mask or something. Right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. We'll we'll use this Maybe. guy for now. Malsifer Winters. Go. Winter. Winter, singular. Got it. And it's Melissifer? Melissifer Winter. Z. Z. It's my middle name. I don't know. May I have your last name? Melissifer Winters. Right. You just know that they're going to keep calling you Melissifer now. I know. The recaps gonna... will always be Melissifer. I think it, that's the way it should be. So the bandit, not the bandit, the the huntsman will yeah, so I think lead he has you to, to the bandit's with camp the dogs at dawn. A little ways. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey. No, that's it. That's what I was saying. I'm done. Yeah. So I think the uh, Hannibal and his hounds will have to lead the way, and I will follow with the skeletons behind, mm-hmm. who are on not attack command. Does right. uh, Hannibal have a ranged weapon, or is he? He has a, a short bow with him. Okay. Uh, he will lead you to a spot on a, a slight rise, and there's a, a little bit of a trail. Uh, he says, down, down this trail, there's a creek, and just on the other side of the creek is the bandit camp. There's uh, some assembled tents, and then... Um, I, like, I, like, squint bandits. from this hill. I think this, I, the skeletons are, like, lined up a couple hundred... So I get, he came to the hill probably and stopped with the dogs... Yep. And I stop the skeletons early, and I walk up to the hill next to them, and I'm looking out. Can I see their tents or like no, a they're... smoke rising in the dawn? Uh, not yet. Camp? It looks like they have yet to light their morning fires. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's early morning here. You can't really see the camp. It's kind of beyond some tree coverage. You'd have to go down the hill and across the stream to get to them. How far is it? Oh, a few hundred feet, probably. Oh, it's close. Oh, that's close enough. Okay. Um, I, it probably won't be effective, but I, I'm okay. I tell him to stay here. I'll uh, with the hounds. I say I'll uh, send our mercenaries in and join you in uh, just a moment. And so I head back down to our side of the hill mm-hmm. and to the skeletons. I'm like, whatever you do, don't uh, don't harm. The huntsman, and it's probably totally an ineffective command, totally right? Totally ineffective. Yeah. All right. Um, circle around this path, enter the camp, and kill them all. Okay. Not the huntsman. <laughs> I saw. I see them. You know, right. Your skeletons are basic intelligence, and, um, so they can pretty much just go forward and attack. the The concept of like circling around and attacking from the other side is beyond your basic skeletons. You'll need more so advanced when I, skeletons. when I say attack, they would just start lunging up the hill towards the huntsman. Down the hill, think, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. If you say attack right now, the huntsman's the closest thing. They'll go for him. So okay. you, you'll so have to, like, walk them a little closer. I think I realize, like, I, there's probably an awkward moment where I realize, right, where I give the commands that I just gave, and they start lunging up the hill. I'm like, no, wait, stop. I stop. Follow me this way, and I will lead them close enough that, like, the huntsman is farther away than the bandits and send them in. So I will have to, you know, if I say follow me, and I circle around the hill. Yeah. And, yeah, let's see the battle map. I can position us all. Um, you're in the lower right corner of the map. I guess most of these guys are intense, so you probably can't see them. 
Yeah, you should probably hide those guys from me. I'm going to hide them from you. Yeah, so... Uh, you can see one guy near the fire. He looks like he's gathered some wood, and you can hear the, the sound of the flint and the steel clacking together as he tries to get a spark going for the morning camp. Yeah. Now... Enter the camp, kill them all, and uh, I will pull back, like, to off the edge of the map okay. and prepare a crossbow. I, I, my plan is probably to rejoin even with uh, with Hannibal and take up a position on top of that hill, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, I think we should probably roll, like, a surprise and an initiative for the zombie or for the skeletons. That I will roll a surprise check for the enemy, see if they are caught unawares. Uh, they are, wow, 30% chance and right within there. So this guy, I think if he's so, surprised, he's probably on this side of the fire, actually, with his back to where you guys are um, trying to start it. And he's not going to notice until the skeletons cross the stream and start making their way up the slight hill. Yeah. So I don't think I have control of my mouse for token, but I have the skeletons. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me double check. Let me make sure you can control that token. But in any case, I'm sort of stepping off the edge of the map. Mm -hmm. Skeletons have been issued the. Uh, there you go. You should have. Command. You should have control of the token now, I believe. Yeah. Cool. Wonderful. So I'm loading a crossbow bolt as the skeletons charge in. Shall we? Uh, uh, roll. What are you, you have anything? a surprise round, so go ahead and just have the skeletons. Yeah, they can move. Run them up. 120 feet and still attack, right? I mean, yes. they'll probably be slightly slowed by these, uh, by the trees and stuff. So maybe this group starts heading off this direction. They'll, they'll, they got more movement. This group is going to run straight in and just mob up on this guy. Probably he's like bent over the fire, mm -hmm. back turned, and these three skeletons just surround him and pound on him with their improvised weapons. So let me check my stat block. Necromancy skeletons are all the way at the bottom. Not quite all the way at the bottom. All right, they have plus one to hit. Uh, D6 improvised weapons. Is that cool? That is perfect. Oh, we need to get these guys bows. Skeleton archers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's scary. All right, um, D20 plus one plus two for back attack. So yes. Plus, is there a full-on surprise? Yes. So it should be right, so plus five total. Yes. So about three times. There's an 18, an 11, and a 12. Is AC this guy armored? 13. Yeah, he's got leathers on. So one hit. Bummer. Six oh, points of damage. Almost, but not quite. He's alive. And I think these guys will come just like barging into this tent and attacking yeah. whoever is there. There are um, two prone folks in here who are sort of waking up as the tent gets barged through by skeletons. Yeah, let me check this guy's movement to see if he's got enough to, like, there's, like, 20. Oh, he can move a full 180 and still attack, right? Even if that's, like, halved by running through those trees. Yeah, so I think this fourth guy will come probably just charging through the fire, not even paying it any attention, and making an attack at that guy. Excellent. So two skeletons barging into this tent, each making an attack against their respective dude. Total of plus five to hit. Maybe, oh, crit. Oh, beautiful. That's the one on the right. Yeah, let's just resolve that damage. Uh, 2d6, right? 3d6. Yeah. These guys are prone. Yeah, 3d6. Nine points of damage. That will rip the guy on the right, you say? Yeah. yeah. And then dies. the other one is a 16, which should just be a hit. 
Yep. So he takes three points of damage. Uh, and then there's one more attack against the guy by the fire. Um, this is not a back attack, it's just surprise, right? Right. Still a crit. <laughs> oh my god. Clears by uh, 10. Just so... clears by 10, so 11. He's just. He's wrecked. Yeah. yeah okay. um, and now we'll roll for, initi uh, for initiative. Um, yes. Yeah, I don't think Mousefur has a clear shot anywhere. <laughs> Let me check to see if these guys in the other tents are alerted. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they definitely hear it. There's there's the shouts and the cries of the man by the fire as the skeletons come in and start hacking. He's yeah. caught so, unawares, but he does scream attack before he dies miserably. Yeah, so Mousefur loads his crossbow in that surprise round. Mm-hmm. Um, should I roll for each of the skeletons individually? Um, that seems time-consuming. Okay, so I'll just roll for one skeleton. Why don't we just do one for the skeletons, one for the bandits? Uh, will uh, it just be a flat yeah. d10 then? Is there initiative modifier three for medium-sized creature or four? Uh, if so, then it's a wash because they're both medium-sized creatures, you know? I mean, if, normally we'd use weapon speed, right? Or yeah, we just do but initiative. with groups, we should just do just a straight d10. Uh, am I in the skeletons group or? You are the skeletons. Uh, you will probably go on your own speed, actually. Roll yourself for your own initiative. Yeah, one for each um, group of creatures. Okay, but I guess weapon, no weapon speed even. Right. So Mousefur um, is first. Yeah, so I think he loads his crossbow. He walks up here and, like, takes a shot and then casually, like, walks back behind the tree. What do you shoot um, at? So, he'll, so I'll walk here. I'll, like, as soon as a bandit comes running out of a tent, I'll yeah. shoot him and then okay. step back. Um, the skeletons are going after the bandits. So I think the bandits are the first to really move. I'm in position. Right. First one that runs out takes a bolt. And this the... bandit comes out of the tent right for one of your skeletons who doesn't know so it's it a skeleton like a yet. Flank to me. Yep. Or something like that. Definitely. Is that plus one to hit? Plus one to hit. Twelve. Uh, is there another? Ooh, you need another one in there. He's still surprised. He can't see me, right? I'm just like oh, here. He doesn't know that I'm there. Is it, there's yeah, a bonus. Okay, we'll give you a surprise attack for him because he's from... unaware that there's an archer yeah. around. Go for it. Another plus one is a hit. Yeah. This would also like mechanically that would like justify like if you're if you're hidden and you take a shot, you get a bonus to hit, right? Yeah. Or you should. Yeah. This absolutely. Um, D six plus one for a like yes. crossbow. Three points of damage. Eh. Uh, wounds the, the guy who then mm -hmm. proceeds to hack into the skeleton's body uh, with a, a wild miss. The next guy comes out also at the skeleton with another miss. The one inside the tent gets to his feet and attacks over here with a hit. So I think these uh, skeletons just have uh, 12 AC, right? He's got a AC. weapon nearby. Yeah, he's got a yep. weapon in his tent. He's a bandit. Right, they're, it looks like it's 12 plus, right? And if these guys just have clothes on, they're just 12. They're just 12, yeah. Uh, it is a slashing weapon that he's got, or a piercing weapon. It's a short sword, so it does half damage to mm -hmm. your leftmost skeleton in this tent down here. Um, it takes two divided by two is one from the, so the short it is sword. Eight the HP of the skeleton? Skeletons have eight HP. They regenerate one per day. Um, oh, by they the regenerate. But the natural magic kind of lets them rebuild if they have uh, enough time out of combat. Hmm. Yeah. How much damage did you say? One, after taking into the half damage account. Okay. Uh, the next guy gets out, comes over here, gets a back attack, um, which is a hit. 
for four divided by two is two damage. This one comes out of the tent, uh, comes over behind, makes a 15, 16, 17, 18, does not clear by 10 for two points of damage. Divided by two is another one to your skeleton nearby. Um, these guys start pouring out of the tents. This one comes here, attacks this skelly for a miss. Um, this one will come over here, attack that guy at the edge of the tent with a 20, but does not clear by 10, so not a crit for one point of damage, reduced Which skeleton one. is that? Which, can you ping the bandit that that was? Okay. okay. One point yeah. of damage, you say? One, da- one point of damage. And this one will come out and around the backside here, um, attacking this skeleton with a hit for six divided by two is three damage. Alright. And now the skeletons skeletons return fire. Um, The skeleton will attack the wounded guy right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, D20 plus one. Oh my god. 20? Is that double damage? Just double. Seven points of damage to this wounded guy. him. This one over here will turn around and return fire. Mm -hmm. I'm missing. This guy over here will engage with this guy. Is a hit. Holy crap. Five points of damage. This guy here turns around. That drops him. Fire. Nice. 11 miss. is a miss. Uh, in the tent, the skeleton will uh, attack the wounded guy. 12 damage. There's no, no. No bonus. Yeah. No, no. combat modifiers. Now these guys are toe to toe. Damn, it's a miss. Oh, miss as well. Okay. Um, Let's roll initiative for next round. Yeah. Is there any. Are they communicating? So we're just rolling. What? We're just rolling straight. Uh, straight D10s. Yeah. Keeping it simple. Uh, it is becoming apparent during this first round of combat. Really wow, here. another four for you. Lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, that these mercenaries are not regular mercenaries. You can hear from... You're not that far away, right? You're like 60, 80 feet from them. Yeah, you can hear the shouts of, My God, they're not bleeding! What mm. are they? Uh, and it's your turn. Yeah, so I will take a shot. Uh, D20, I can... Looks like... No back attack. Oh, there's a back attack there. Uh, so I'll just take a D twenty plus two for back attack. Plus, mm-hmm. am I still hidden, or have they no, seen what they're? No, the the yeah. bolt has come through. There's been shouting about archers to the south. The yeah. shot. So misses. I take another shot. I miss, and I probably I'll like run along the hillside over to here. Um, right. Somewhat hidden. Uh, skeletons and bandits go at the same time. The bandits are breaking. Uh, it, it's become apparent that these are maybe not regular people. All right, They're also being ambushed. Sh- and yeah, they've lost half of their numbers. Okay, so there's so we should resolve attacks though because they're get your, chase- all your skeletons should get attacks this round, and the bandits okay. are going to disengage and run. Right. Um, so going from let's actually go from this top guy here. Okay. 
12 o'clock, we'll go clockwise. There's Perfect. an attack against the top bandit. It's a miss. I haven't even rolled. Uh, eight is also a miss. Uh, no. Next skeleton down. Seven oh. is also a miss. Um, inside the tent, right skeleton is also a miss. Oh my god, oh a my miss. god. It doesn't matter though. They're okay, so that's There's a crit. this skeleton here. Was, yeah. Oh, okay. that one? Got it. Yeah. So that's uh, just a hit, right? Oh no, it clears no, by it's, it's five. It's a crit. 2d6. Five points of damage, and the last skeleton is just a regular hit, which will hopefully bring that guy down. Yeah, he dies. Is one point of damage enough? One point is enough. He was at one HP, yeah. All right, and then uh, I think they go scattering. It looks like we get one, two, five, three, I count. four. I count five. This guy runs this way. This one goes <laughs> this way. This one goes towards the river. I mean, these guys are withdrawing and just kind of scattering in every direction. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, D20 plus three for back attack. So there's a one. Oh, no, two. they're disengaging. They're taking a. Oh, they're disengaging. Dis- okay. Yeah. 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 All right. They flee. Um, I think the skeletons pursue, though. So I guess we're rolling. Right. And skeletons are faster than people. Is that what skeletons I'm saying? Skeletons are faster than people. So, um, so I think each of these bandits goes off running with a skeleton just chasing after. Mm hmm. Um,. So no opportunity attacks would have been made, but I think we're gonna need to like. Yeah. So the bandits will start to run. If the bandits escape, right? Uh, Um, It's clear that the skeletons are chasing them. And let me give a quick check here for the the folks. Yeah, they're aware that they're being chased and that their enemies are faster than them. Mm -hmm. So this is just gonna turn into a series of one-on-one fights. Throughout the board. Yeah, which is probably not ideal, but Malsifer will go around and clean up the mess. Okay, so uh, let's roll initiative again for bandits and skeletons. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, another. It's just fours and sevens, man. Uh, Malsifer hasn't rolled yet. That was last round. Sevens. Fours and sevens. <laughs> All right, uh, bandits go first, right? Right. So they they realize they're being pursued. They do, and they and... stop and turn back. I'm gonna actually gonna give some of them. Oh yeah. I mean, they Three, can disengage uh... again and keep like fleeing. They may not like the skeletons are only slightly faster. Right? They can still, if they win initiative, they can disengage and run, run, maybe get behind a tree and escape. I mean, so it's still possible to run, right? Even right. if you're faster, you're smarter than an undead, right? The, one of them may duck and weave behind a tree and get away. Right. Uh, this top so, guy realize, mm-hmm. is aware that he's being chased by a skeleton. He can hear the clack of bones, the scraps of holes in the fabric are revealing like bony protrusions. So this guy is going to turn his short sword on the side and make an attack at disadvantage to try and like bludgeon the skeleton with his blade, which is not meant to be doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, but even with the disadvantage, he rolls a 13 and hits your skeleton for three bludgeoning points of damage at the top. Okay. Um, This guy to the left of it fails his intelligence check and just makes a regular attack, uh, which is a miss. The guy on the far left passes his int check, makes his attack at disadvantage. Uh, A 13 again. Hits for five against your skeleton. That one's still up. Yes. Uh, Going counterclockwise... This guy, actually, he's being chased by two. 
he is just gonna run. He's gonna keep fleeing, okay. but it's not um, gonna be very maybe good for him. Should we roll like opposed something checks to see if he can like, like, or can he roll like a, I don't know, like a dex check or like a willpower or wisdom check or something to, to, to evade the skeletons, right? He, he can disengage, run, hmm. and like, like if he, lo- he could lose them behind a tree or, be- or something like that. Right, because right? they're not super smart. Um, I will give him like a stealth check or something like that. Yeah. Some sort of ability, some sort of like run and hide in a bush. Oh no, no, he botches it. He tries okay. to hide so they, in a bush. So he disengages, just, runs, the skeletons will they will be follow. They will be able him. to follow and actually engage him on this turn because he his hiding is atrocious. Just mm-hmm. downright embarrassing. Right. And then there's this guy over here yep. that's running in my general uh, Yeah. Of. And he fails his in check, but passes his morale check, so he just makes a regular attack against the skeleton for seven eight to hit is a miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's okay. all the bandits. All right, so I'll return fire. You can't. Can you see which skeletons I highlight, or no? No. Okay. So I'll start with the one nearest to me, which is the last bandit you attacked. Okay. I'll make an attack roll. It's a miss. Malsifer will take a shot from this guy's flank with a twelve. Ooh. Can I get another plus one? For, can you get another plus one in there somewhere? For cover, like. A, Maybe I mean, should he roll to see if he's noted? I mean, he's kind of no. Noted. I think I don't think there's another plus one. Although I'd like to give it to you. Yeah, I don't think I have. Yeah. No. I'm only level one. Yeah. No dex no strength. I think it's just a miss. It's just a uh, yeah. Hits his armor and sits mm-hmm. in it. Um, um, skeleton up top is engaged with the guy. He is a miss to his left. Did that one, did they engage? They're engaged. What's going on over here? Okay. Yep, they're all engaged and facing each other. All right, this wounded one is a crit. That's what we need. Yep. For only three points of damage. Damn it, he's not quite dead. He's not quite dead. Uh, And then the two that have, like, just jumped on this guy in a bush. Um, uh, They probably don't get back attack. There's one hit. There we go. Five points of damage. That is exactly his HP. He goes down. Okay. All right, so we're going to have to roll into another round. Yeah. Mess. Um, so the the skeleton, the bandits and skeletons are probably farther than I've moved them on the map because they, they did yeah, like a full absolutely. round of disengage. So I think these two skeletons probably can't see anything else and they're just going to stand idly over this body because um, mm-hmm. there's nothing else in sight. And skeletons are fairly dumb creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll ignore them and deal with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, slow bandits this time around. Uh, where's my mouse Ooh. Ooh. Mouse goes first. Um... Fifty feet is walking distance. Um, still probably better off just taking a shot and not mm-hmm. switching to melee weapons. I got one HP. Mm-hmm. RD 20 plus one for a flank is a 12 oh, again. God. I should have bothered to circle around for a back attack or something. Oh, well, you oh, can well. move there uh, now. Skeletons return fire with a nine that's still uh Eight is a miss, so those guys are engaged. 
Uh, and then there's we'll the one top. top. We're going to switch directions. Uh-oh. <laughs> going counterclockwise now. All right, okay. the very top skeleton is a miss. To his left is a miss. And the wounded one might finally seal the deal with three. Is that, that enough to bring that guy enough. down? Yep. yep. All right. Okay, uh, remaining bandits. So we got three bandits that are still the, alive. The one on the right, right mm-hmm. uh, over here, kind of near Malsifer, is going to lay down arms and mm-hmm. beg for his life mm-hmm. uh, against the skeleton. Does he drop to his knees or something? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He he just drops down and says, "Mercy, mercy," which uh, will give the skeleton attack of opportunity because the skeleton is undead and cannot give him mercy. I don't think it would give him an attack opportunity. Right? I think it would just keep attacking on its turn. I think dropping to your knees and begging for your life is the equivalent <laughs> of like turning your back and running away. I feel like that's okay. exposing yeah. enough of a weak point, you know? Fair enough. Maybe plus one for high ground because you kneel. Yeah. Oh. I, I gonna... might have showed mercy, but uh, yeah. the skeleton does not. So he like begs for mercy, kneels down. It's Before I can strength. even intervene, the skeleton just... Uh, probably just like shoves whatever like kitchen knife into the poor guy's eye socket or yeah the bandit up top uh actually hits your skeleton here with the flat of his blade for five damage that's enough to kill the skeleton the skeleton breaks apart into other components and collapses to the ground and the bandit will flee into the woods Mm -hmm. um the other bandit makes his regular attack and misses and um it's not looking good for this one last guy. I think probably this skeleton over here probably could dies, be in, in Well, in the inter- let's let's see. Should we ro- keep rolling initiative? And one more round of initiative, I believe, is in order. Just in the interest of, because the body counts count. They matter. They really do matter. <laughs> uh, there's a skeleton, which is slow. Um, I'll roll for Malsifer. Maybe he can roll a perception check to like get it like spot the guy and sure. take a shot through the woods but maybe not maybe not he gets one more move does he attack the skeleton or does he try um, to get out of there he's still at full HP and it's just this one skeleton yeah, against probably, him I mean, he's probably alone in he's the woods he's okay yeah Stun's probably just starting to rise maybe he's getting better vision uh, he Actually, goes for a, I should have asked for darkness Runs like all the way up to the hilt of his blade into the skeleton, but the blade just passes between ribs, pulls it out. Skeleton returns fire. Fresh, and you can't see it, but his eyes go ridiculously wide as the blade does nothing. Points of damage from the skeleton returning fire. Oh my god, he's so close to dead. Um, Malsifer will roll a perception check to see if he can, like, notice that there's a skeleton still engaging with a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so you I, do I, I, can you hear the, I can hear the commotion. Mm-hmm. The last, uh... last bit of life left on... left in this camp, other than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will, like, walk forward into the camp. What is that movement there? It's, like, 60 feet. How far can an un- non-proficient... 120 feet and make Archer a half shot. Move and take a shot. Half what movement. About a full shot. You have to stand uh, your ground. Yeah, stand your ground to make a full accompaniment of attacks. But you you really? can load a crossbow while you walk. I feel yeah, like so I think a light I crossbow walk into the camp, loading a crossbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, next round, I'll have initiative of one. We're not actually using modifiers. Right. 
So... Uh, so the skeleton goes now? Uh, skeleton already went. Skeleton did that five, but it, skeleton rolls a one on the next round and I think finishes the job. Okay. Yeah. Bandit uh, rolls 16 eight. Bandit's at two HP. He goes down. Three. Okay. So Malcifer's standing in the bandit camp, crossbow loaded, looking around at the carnage. All is quiet. And I think we roll into our second break. Yep. We will be back with the results of the the mayhem on the other side. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Yo. Ho, ho. Dicing with a lot of death right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Malsifer is in this bandit camp. Mm-hmm. Surrounded by the bodies of dead bandits. Um, and um, the sun is coming up. Yeah, so I think I, I'll shout, you know, halt, uh, us, gather here, and I'll like go around the woods collecting my skeletons. It'll take you a little while to gather them all together, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you are all gathered in the bandit. So camp. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll gather the skeletons, and uh line them up in the camp, tell them, you know, wait here. Uh, and I will go back up the hill mm-hmm. to have a chat with Hannibal. Hannibal is waiting up the hill with the dogs. They bark again as you arrive. I approach, probably dawn is, has risen. A new day begins. It's a beautiful day, too. You know, it's been raining recently, so the air's got that clear quality to it, but it's also sort of warm and fuzzy. You know, it's been a, a nice night. Um, it's such a All nice right. day. Um, do I think I could find my way back to this camp without Hannibal's help? Yeah, you know these woods. You've grown up here. You could find your way back. Yeah, this is like the, yeah, woods just out in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's some miles away, but you can make right. it. Yeah, so I'll tell you know, Staying at the top of the cell, look to Hannibal. Uh, what's the view of the bandit camp from here? Really uh, bad. There's okay. too much so he didn't tree see branches. Any of the he he heard it, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I return to him. Uh, yes, my lord? It's done. I can uh, take, care of, uh, take care of things from here. They're, they're gone. They're all gone. I, I nod sternly. By the true one, gods. It's... One es- yes, one escaped, I say. But uh, all the best, I suppose. Oh, Perhaps, all the uh, better to, to spread word that we are not to be trifled with. I nod in agreement. Yeah. And, yeah, show an example to, for what happens when you trespass on... Winterlands. Winterlands, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Um, uh, he'll stick around until you dismiss him. Um, yeah, this is me dismissing him. All right. All right. Here, yeah, we're, it's done here. I can I can take care of uh, the Lord's justice from, from here. He doesn't question it and uh, immediately heads off with his dogs. All right. So I think I need to get some zombies to help with the manual labor. I'm going to drag all these bodies back to my basement. 
and okay. clean up this camp. Uh, I guess I'll loot the place. So I'll, yeah. Okay. Do I need to... Yeah, I think these guys just disappear. There's not going to be any sort of public display of these bandits. I'll just let the room, like, Hannibal will probably go back and talk a bit. So you have nine bandit bodies. Are you going to bring them all back to town, uh, back to your basement? Yeah, so I'm in the bandit camp. Mm-hmm. Skeletons assembled. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's five. This one died, right? So I'll go ahead and delete them. Right. Like once the skeleton is reduced to zero HP, there the corpse is un- unusable. Uh, you could raise it as a skeleton again if you wanted to. Oh, really? Yeah, you could keep raising it, but you got to sacrifice. What is it? HP to bring back skeletons to raise the skeleton. Um, what is their cost? I think it's just an animal sacrifice. Uh, yeah, small animal sacrifice. Yeah, so given time, the damage you can... to this repaired body is permanent unless the skeleton is raised again. So, do they regenerate, or is that some later level thing? No, skeletons definitely regenerate. Oh, regen one per day. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. Then might as well. I think it's just animal sacrifice, right? I think I just need mm-hmm. to. This is this is the part where we start to run into trouble because we're inter- importing every every damn chicken in the whole camp for our animal sacrifices. This is the true horror of undead: is that once you kill them, they just get back up and keep coming. Yeah. You know? um, okay. So I want to search the camp. Do I find anything of value? Totally. You find all sorts of bandit goodies. They have. Um, all of this silver and some steel and little bits of gold that have the markings of a, a noble house maybe 20 miles away. It looks like they've recently so this is, broken uh, in. And... This is like Gadian gold. Here's what I found, right? These are like minted by one another, one of the old nobles. Um, uh, yeah, this is, this is silver that's so been around for a long time. I'm going to set that aside then. Is there? Do they have valuables that are Arcadian, or is it all old? Old. Uh, they've got some Arcadian coinage gold. that is Arcadian. So I think I would separate. Uh, I will uh, separate the loot that is like Arcadian mint and like fair game. I would assume, but probably if like there's un if there's ambiguous steelware or whatnot, that would go in with my loot pile. But anything that is. Uh, minted with like a, another Gadian noble house I would surely return that okay so I will I'll go through the, so I'll drag all the how how useful are the skeletons and like can I have them empty out the tents and pile up all the wealth in the center of camp and sort through it or is that better done by myself no that's gonna have to be done by yourself your skeletons yeah. wouldn't know how to sort okay, so I take a take an hour I go through these four tents I pile up all the uh, all the valuables. I drag all the bodies into camp. I might need, and I guess I'm weighing here is whether to flay the bandits out here in their camp and just leave a bloody mess, or to take the bodies back to my basement and do the dirty work there. Well, it'll take a while to flay. You're not going to be able to flay all of them today. It's going to be a multi-day process to prepare these bodies. Okay, might be better off in your. In your yeah, so I'm gonna probably head back for a zombie, and probably all the zombies to help me uh, 
Okay. With this. Um, you, what, so can, what can I write down in terms of valuables? Um, so in terms of Gadian valuables, why don't you write down 10 pounds of silver? Um, and that it comes in the form of mostly decorative objects like plates and candlesticks and knives and forks and spoons and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Okay. Uh, and then you can also write down 30 gold coins, which is Arcadian. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 150 silver coins, which is also Arcadian, and probably another 400 copper, which is also Arcadian. All right, so I will take the coins as loot, um, separate the Gadian silver into its own pile. Mm-hmm. Um, you said there was like iron and stuff? They've got weapons, right? Yep, the bandits definitely have weapons. So we take all of their. I'll uh, I will equip all of their weapons to to my skeletons and their sure. armor as well. Actually, they have leather armor. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, it would improve your skeleton AC by one. Yeah, and... I don't I don't know if it's worth. Like, how do you recommend keeping track of this equipment for my undead? I, I guess would my... make like a column of like leather yeah. armored skeletons versus like unarmored skeletons. Yeah. Uh, the real problem might be keeping track of their HP since they regen one per day. It's kind of a mm-hmm. slow process, so you might have mismatched skeleton HP. Oh, um, it could be fine. Um, yeah. We'll uh, find a way to make it work. So how many suits of leather armor? And I guess I, I, weapons doesn't really matter, right? I will upgrade their weapons for flavor, sure. but I think it still just does D6 points of damage, yes. right? yeah. Um, so you get nine suits of armor and nine weapons. Nice. Um, so we'll collect all of that. Yeah. The you you do get the zombies back from your house. Uh, you have five zombies, right? And five skeletons, uh, which is enough to carry the nine people. The zombies can just straight up carry a person. They probably can each carry two people, even. The skeletons will have to drag a person. Or maybe two skeletons can drag a person. But the zombies can double up because they've got crazy high strength. Um, But you have Um. five... No, five zombies will carry nine people. You don't even need the skeletons. So in one trip, your zombies can carry back these, these folks. Um, let's just see if you run into anybody while your zombies are carrying bandits. Hey, are there any bows amongst the bandits? No. Uh, there were two crossbows, but no oh. short or long bows. And skeletons can't have right crossbows, right? <laughs> but crossbows are nice. I would take those back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and take them. They're valuable, right? Yeah. Um, let's see if you run into anyone on your way back. No. Nope. You make it back with all the corpses in tow later that afternoon. Mm-hmm. Probably by early afternoon, you're back with bodies. Uh, as you pile everything down into the basement, you're tossing corpses in and helping the zombies come down because they're pretty crappy and you've kind of like got to guide them down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you hear the the bell that lets you know it's lunchtime, and you can hear uh, There's a bell. Lord Rosegrove 
kind of bringing the bell as he's walking through the house and he steps outside and you can hear him calling, Lord Winters, lunch is served. Lord Winters, Lord Winter. <clears throat> Not now, I shout. Am I like in... I think you're in the basement, like a corpse half in your arms, a skeleton mm -hmm. next to you. Yeah, um, I just said, not now. And I stick to my work and skip lunch. All right. Although eat when I'm when I've got a moment. Um, yeah, so probably by late morning, we've dragged all the corpses into mm -hmm. the basement. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll deal with processing them later. Um, and now is probably when I rest, get some food. Um, I will. Is it you said the uh, the silver was minted with a house, right? It was like there's there's like a family crest on it. Mm -hmm. I don't actually have a heraldry, do I? Um, so I will uh, return to the house with this uh, with the Gadian silver and show it to uh, Lord Rosegrove. Maybe he has a heraldry proficiency. Mm. Does, does anyone in the household have a, a heraldry? Uh, if you don't, Lord Rosegrove definitely will. Okay. He's served your so family for a while. He knows a lot of what goes on in the world. Yeah. As groundskeeper, he's got to keep the grounds. He's got to know the houses that may come and go, even if no one's been here in <laughs> a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've recovered this uh, silver from... Uh, from our trespassers. It's quite nice. Mm. Gadian mint. Mm -hmm. Does this perhaps belong, belong to one of the other uh, old houses? Uh, he flips it over and says, quite, uh, quite an astute observation, Lord. Yes, this is the <clears throat> property of the Lorwyn family. Lorwyn. Yes, Lord. Have have I heard of them, or...? You have. They're um, a small family. They're one of these, like, new families, as you might call them, that was promoted to rank by after um, Eridon conquered Adia. Okay, so they were an old house that, in my view, would have had turned on... Mm -hmm. or however they... they were maybe not even... They were like a merchant house that sided with Arcadia during the war and then was promoted to a noble house and given lands and properties and then really didn't do too well with it. And they're kind of like a middling, lower-ranking noble family of kind of... Okay. Eh, where, is their, is, where is their land? Uh, like 30 miles from you, 20 miles from you. Oh. Can we go back to the... It's probably go back to the map, right? Actually, I should write down skeleton HP... And uh, we can, I can worry about that. I don't think we'll worry about it later. Yeah, but in the future, I'll need to keep better track of that. All right, way up here in Gadia. Mm -hmm. um, so, so Winter's Reach is denoted with the skull. Yeah, they would have been from over here. Uh, they're a little coastal village or coastal okay. town. Um, we're going to do this. We're going to say Lorwyn. <clears throat> is there much in between? Um, there are some small villages like, here and there. Yeah, there's yeah, a, there are there's a few other stuff in the Bloomwoods, so they're not even that close. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, I don't think I hold this house in high esteem. I probably don't care, so we can just keep the silver. <laughs> <laughs> Might yeah, you have returned on. it if there was a more 
Yeah, that was my plan. plan. If it was like one of the other, one, if it was a well-respected uh, old Gadian house, I probably would have sent it back to them. No, this is like the moment that they became a noble family. They used their money to get like all this really nice Gadian silver to kind of like make them look like a noble family, and then just they squandered I don't it know thereafter. That it's a good thing, though, right? What? Like I, I think in, in like Pinespur, it'd probably be down upon to have old Gadian wealth. No. Depends on your perspective. I think you're so detached from what's happening in Pinespur. Yeah. <laughs> your assumptions of what's going on there are are unique to this location. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so we'll keep that wealth. Ten pounds of silver. That's like the equivalent of. It's, is it fifty it's coins to the pound? Or, yeah, or fifty coins to the count. 50? Pound. Yeah. So that's five hundred silver coins, right? Yep. Yep. It's a fair chunk of change. Yeah, that's 5,000 bucks right there. 5,000 copper. Hmm. All right, well, um, so I'll rest up. And we got some serious flaying to do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why am I so good at this? I've been preparing my whole life for this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the night pa- the day passes. Yeah. Uh, you probably wake up that evening, maybe that night, because you sleep oh, the afternoon shit. I forgot to track quarrels. Um, I can you, just you're a noble. Let's town. not worry yeah. about. Yeah, but in combat, I should copper. keep it to make sure I don't shoot all twenty in one yeah. encounter. Otherwise, I'm in trouble. But yeah, yeah. Um, so that m- evening you you wake up uh, you can see that a, a fresh, what do you call it um, tray of food is sitting on your bedside table mm-hmm. uh, Tomas must have come in while you were sleeping and put it here for you for when you woke up the food's a little cold that's fine I take my 6pm uh, breakfast or whatever this is that will set to work. Um, we said there was no way to get into the basement other than through the hatch out out back. Correct. All seems so inconvenient. All mm-hmm. right. Well, I will head outside, down the hatch, but closing it behind me. I'm set to work. Right. Um, I've got this lovely skinning knife. And uh, how many of these are you going to turn into skeletons? All of them? Oh, that was my what is your zombie skeleton ratio that you desire? Because right now you've got five and five. Yeah. Um, zombies are so slow and so stinky. I was thinking all but zombies need a year of life. Mm-hmm. And skeletons require an animal sacrifice. Mm hmm. And they're more dexterous. They're I feel like weaker. one to one is probably a, a good way to go. Okay. Uh, well, you've got five but, and five, and you can add nine more. So one's going to get four, one's going to get five. What would you like to have more of? Hmm. That's not that big of a deal. No. Um. Fine. 
nine corpses, we say. Mm -hmm. Plus, there wasn't there a fallen skeleton that I can reanimate? Oh, yeah, you can totally reanimate so that skeleton. That'll make it to an even ten. Yeah, you can five. do ten and ten. Um, so I'll have to flay four bodies. Uh, this is probably too delicate work to get a minion to do. Yes, unless you I get a, a human to do it for you, a living human. Like I can I I can't command the zombie to remove the flesh from these bones. They, they can eat? do some of it. They might end up breaking some bones here or there, or making a mess of things. And you'll ha definitely have to go back and clean it up. Um, okay. It'll so be maybe I start trying, but it turned my experiments reveal that uh, this is work better left to me. So I'll. Uh, I think by now I've got a dedicated, uh, I don't know, necromancy outfit, like a leather apron and big leather gloves that I can put on and mm -hmm. skin these bodies without making too much of a mess of my myself. What are you going to do? I probably need to take off my, my coat while I do this work. My... What are you going to do with four bodies worth of flesh and organs? So that was my debate whether do I do that out at the bandit camp and just leave this heaping pile of flesh or do I drag them all back here to do it and you're like it'll take days so probably don't want to be out of the bandit camp for days right this could be chicken feed oh yeah perfect or pig feed or something yeah oh that's why didn't I think of that yeah okay so for now it'll be a big pile do the zombies need to eat no no. Okay. Got the goat. Yeah, we need pigs. Pigs is perfect. Um, so when I next time I see Tomas, I will uh, tell him to go to town. Mm-hmm. And get some pigs. I can even give him wealth to spend on pigs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so if I were to want to buy something, where is the nearest... Where's the uh, what? The nearest uh, town where such things could be purchased as pigs. Uh, your town would be the closest one. There are pigs. There in... a, there's a market there. That's a, that uh, no, there's a, there are some pig farmers, and you can send your your minions into town to go buy pigs from the pig farmers. So, of the 250 people in our little camp, there's some some of them farm pigs. Yeah, definitely. How many common. would you say? Oh, not that many. I would say uh, maybe about half the people in town are farmers. Um, some of those, maybe half of those or a third, maybe a quarter I, of those do. I think I disagree. Um, animal I, farming. I, think this is, I thought this was like a, a wood, like a logging based camp, like a hunting logging based camp. I don't yeah. think there be, I don't think there's. I don't think there's dozens of farms out here, are there? Oh, maybe half. Maybe half are. They would be they're... small farms, you know, not large fields, but mm -hmm. you know, they're only worked by so many people. Okay, you get the large tracks sheds. with large families. Yeah, okay. So but I guess that makes sense. So you you said half farmers. So half one... are farmers, and maybe a quarter of those are animal shepherds. Um, okay. So what? Two fifty divided by two divided by four. So there's maybe like thirty-one people, which is probably like five families four or five families that have animals. Um, so yeah, there's there's some there's probably like one family that keeps pigs, maybe 
Maybe two. Okay. All right. So what did we say? A court 125 divided by four? It divided 50. by two and four. So 31 yeah. people with um, animals. Okay. 31 people is about five okay. families. So that's, that's enough that we could, they could afford to sell me some pigs. Yeah. All right. You can buy pigs for market value. All right. Tomas. I will yes, say to him that some this is probably in like probably nine or ten, probably as he's getting ready for bed, huh? Yeah, you, you've woken up. Of. You've I'm, woken up. You've got the cold food. Tomas is cleaning up the kitchen and everything. Yeah. You come in. I, I already took a shift down in the basement, though. So this is like out, I've, as I first emerge a couple hours later, wash up. He's probably mm-hmm. getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And I come barging in. I'm like, Tomas, you're going to start raising hogs in the um, morning. Go into town and buy the hogs, and we can keep them in the barn, and it's all going to be great. Here's some money. Of course, my lord. I don't know how much hogs cost, but hogs are three hundred copper each. So three gold each. Yeah, they're a little pricey. Peter, I get, I got gold now. Um, oh yeah, you got money, but it's you know still pricey. Or by anyone yeah. else's standards. Three. Six seems like a reasonable. I'll hand him twenty gold and tell him to procure hogs in the morning. <laughs> Oh, and we need more ant- Oh, and chickens. Just buy a whole... Just, just, livestock. All the livestock you can. Of course, uh, Master Winters. Winter. I'll give him I'll give him a full 30 gold. Oh, actually, wait. 30. Yeah. Probably silver is better. I don't know. Doesn't matter, really. I give him just a huge sack of wealth and send him into town. You can tell me what it costs. Okay. What I, what he's able to get. He so he probably will just have to go in, buy whatever's available, buy all the farmers out, right? I can't imagine. Yeah, anyways. So we're going to stock the estate with uh, chickens and hogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> I, uh, I can't um, I wait think this is three also... sessions from now for you to be like, Ryan, there's no more, there's no more chickens in town. They're all gone. You have to invade the neighbors to take their chickens. <laughs> I think this is the point at where we're going to level Malsifer up to two. Um, you've okay. raised some undead of your own. You've commanded them in battle. Uh, you've learned to possess other free undead. So let's bring you to the second level. Sweet deal. Um, level two. Uh, would you roll us some hit points, please? Uh, D6s are what we use, correct? Yes. All right, finally. Got some HP. All right. Seven HP, Malsifer. We survived. We did it. All right, let's... let's This also gives you access to the second-level abilities here. Yeah, it also gives me access to the uh, first-level ability that required HP. Oh, no, that is a second level, huh? No lifespan? Right. Like, tasting the blood of a living creature, you know how long its natural life is and how close to death it is. Don't expect to use it that often, but that's a super creepy thing to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Great for deciding who to sacrifice to extend your existing lifespan with vampiric touch. Yeah. Um, the other one is withering touch. Ooh. Decay living matter, 2d6 over two rounds. Only one withering touch can 
only one withering touch may affect a creature at a time? Right, because it deals damage over two rounds. So if you withering touch someone and then withering touch them the next round, the hmm. damage won't stack. Like so it won't be 46 touch attack. It's a 2d6 touch attack over two oh, rounds. You, oh, you sacrifice a year of your life. Okay. Yeah, you got to sacrifice a year to do it, though. Ooh, and then this mark of servitude. I am will probably eventually need to mark the whole town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the baby steps. Okay, so we'll definitely do that mm-hmm. soon, TM. And spirit armor. I haven't actually read that. It converts a portion of your HP into a shield that reduces incoming damage. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, The caster transforms some of their life essence into a shield around them. For a number of attacks equal to the caster's level, the shield will reduce incoming damage by the... Oh, no, this needs to be modified. This is an old version of this. Yeah, I don't even have access to this. This is the spell list you sent previously, right? Yeah. yeah I, can't, I don't have that link handy. Uh, I will... I'll, make sh- I'll get it updated for you in time. Okay. I doubt we'll need it soon. Okay. So I think we're on track. It's going to take me a couple of days to animate all these dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we can pass that time. And yeah. We're, we're uh, probably not going to do you... too much more this session. Right? Probably not. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say it takes you maybe a day per body to properly prepare it for your skeletal ritual, um, and that's four more five yeah four days to do that, um, and then we'll need some zombie summoning time and some skeleton creation time. So let's say it's maybe five or six days worth of preparing these bodies for you. Does that yeah. seem about right? Yeah, I don't think there's any rush. I don't think there's any yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'm taking my time. Sure, um, spell brings all of you your know. skeletons back to full HP, so we don't have to worry about them. You've just got nine skeletons, is it now? Yes. Um. Yeah. yeah. Nine skeletons and nine zombies. Each of your skeletons has leather armor, and they are ready to jam. Um, and anything else you would like to explore? There's uh, still that shade in the basement that just kind of sits and watches you do your work. <laughs> I, even if I take it, I don't think there's any way for me to con. Like, all like I could control it and use it to spy on things or whatever mm-hmm. as shades are meant for. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't think I've had any use. No, I think it's just a creepy shade that's watching me do this work. Excellent. Um, can I get a count for the number of livestock we are able to purchase and a cost? Yes. Uh, I. Th- What's his name? Tomas brings back five pigs mm-hmm. and 30 chickens. 
All right, and the pigs will just be a body disposal factory. Actually, chickens can eat flesh too. 30 chickens? Yep. All right, um, of those chickens, five will have to be sacrificed to make uh, skeletons. Okay. So we have a montage of body flaying, zombie raising. Oh, and I'm also going to need to age myself five years, right, to raise five zombies? Yes. My life's been down to 94. So many a spooky night is spent in the basement. Yes. Oh, also the, the cost for all of these things was 1,650 copper. That's not even that bad. 1,000 copper? 1,650. So that was, that's 10 gold, right? 16 gold, 5 oh, silver. Oh, that was 16. Okay. Yeah. 16 gold, 5 silver. Sure. All right. Money spent. Livestock acquired. Chicken sacrificed. Skeletons raised. So we got 10 skeletons, 10 zombies, only nine leather. Let's see. Oh, you have, you have 10 one, and 10. So one of the, yeah, right. one of the skeletons doesn't have armor. Probably the original one. Okay. But I'll, I'll yeah. Actually, you know what? One of those skeletons was the bandit who you flayed. Oh, so, who have, so you've got okay. armor for him as well, actually. That, then, that's really convenient. Isn't it nice when the armor, or when the math just works out conveniently like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you said later you're probably going to have to mark of servitude the whole village. Mm-hmm. You don't quite have the years of life to do that yet, because it's one year of life per mark of oh. servitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do have two servants who live in your house who might need markings um is that something you want to do today or should we wait on that yeah how do so i must have uncovered this in my readings at some point is what happens right it's in grandma clarice's journal you find a, a a weird rune kind of drawn over and over again and there's some some words about how this mark was applied to your grandfather, uh, and he seemed to be the test subject for the mark of servitude. Um, and it works eventually, and there's some notes on how to go about doing it. You just need a willing subject to be permanently marked. Is this a like a brand or a tattoo? Uh, why don't you tell me what it's going to look like? Is it visible? It might be invisible. I think it probably should be visible, though. Yeah, I like the idea of it being, I mean, like a dark mark that mm-hmm. would betray one's, uh, yeah. Yeah, so where do you put the mark? Is it, like, the no. back of the neck, a wrist, the forehead, yeah. <laughs> belly, the heart? I'm trying to think. It seems the like taint. different necromancers could have different marks. Is that a thing? I feel like we can Imagine. we can uh, let this roll, and you can decide how you want to mark your servants. Because I could totally see justifying having to be like on the, like the it has to be visible, but then it could all it could also be a thing that's hidden up your sleeve. Mm-hmm. How would you like to mark your servants, Malcifer, Malcifer? <sighs> Uh, I'm thinking either the forehead or the wrist. Wrist would be much more convenient, right? And have it be like a dark mark that, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually it was, yeah. 
And is it like a tattoo? Was there any description that you gave for what the... I didn't. I was going to leave it open-ended and let you fill in these details. It's even okay. possible that you might... You could probably have a mark on the wrist for some people and the mark on the forehead for another, depending on mm-hmm. how visible you wanted their alliance to be. You know? <laughs> sure, yeah. But for the purpose of the undead, do they sense it or do they have to see it? Uh, no, it's a magical thing. As long as they carry the mark, the undead don't need to spot it. But I don't need one, do I? No, your Mark. undead are bound to you. They will never attack you mm-hmm. unless you directly command them to do so. All right. It takes a year of my life. Okay. Um, I'm brand a tattoo. Tattooed with blood or branded. Those are both excellent markings. Mm-hmm. How do you want to do it? Um, tattooing seems a little too sophisticated and techy, right? Feels like like you would need a proper tattoo artist to do that. Yeah, I think a brand is probably what I hear described, right? Did Clarice brand her husband? Yeah, (laughs) sure. Is that what I'm reading about? I think that is what you're reading about then. Can I find the old brand? Yes. It is definitely in that back chamber, along with the sacrificial silver knife that was used (laughs) to create a shade and all sorts of other little trinkets. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the brand that your grandmother used was a C and a W interposed over each other um, Mm. on top of a poker. Mm Hmm. Hmm but maybe you want to make your own brand, uh, an M and a W over each other. God, I can't draw. I don't know if I... Maybe you don't? No? What do you want, Ryan? Hmm. So that it looks something like that. Oh, M and W go over nicely. So just mm-hmm. even, right? Even just like a little squiggle thing. It almost looks like stitches Ooh, if you do a, an yeah. M and a W. Would I have to get that custom? Uh, I can't like make that myself, right? I would have no, to. No, you just need to and... go to the blacksmith in town and <laughs> tell him I need a brand. Well, you just bought some pigs, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. So one of these days, I'll visit. I'll have to visit the blacksmith. Okay. We can just we say ha- that gets done. It's not a difficult thing. He is your servant. He's well, we do need to. I mean, we do need to confirm that there. Let's do a head count. How many blacksmiths would there be in this town? Uh, there's just the one, you know, and his work is kind of paltry. You often have to order out specially for complicated things. He could make a brand, um, but yeah, if you want to, like, specialty. What's his? Uh, what's his name? Do we care? Let me see if or I her name down already. Um. Nope, the, the blacksmith is also a man. There's a lot of males in this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and where's my little name sheet over here? 
Um, they have your... to be willing. That's an interesting twist. Yes. Uh, the blacksmith's name is Jason. <laughs> okay. Jason the blacksmith. So for this entire town is men. Are there are there any women here? Uh, no. Actually, every NPC that we've run into has been male. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is there yeah. other women in the town? There are definitely women in the town. It's just I, when I roll for the sex of your your NPCs, we keep hitting up men. But when I roll for the sex of all of your important historical family members, we keep hitting women. Um, so it's interesting. You come from a long line of female necromancers, perhaps, but your town is run by men in prominent positions. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Luck of the dice. All right, so I go ahead and commission that brand. It is not a problem. It'll yeah. take some time to make, but you can get it done. Yeah. Um, and it'll probably cost you, uh, I want to say, like, 250 copper. 2.5 gold, that seems yeah. reasonable. I'm paying copper, though, so from 440, brings it down to 190. Kappa. Kappa, kappa. All right. Cha-ching. So I, aside from that one day in town, the rest of it was spent animating dead. Mm-hmm. Do we flip forward a couple of days? Is the brand I think done? we will Didn't flip forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We flip forward a few days. The brand is done. You've been working in your, your lab. You've got your 10 zombies, your 10 skeletons. Um, that's all tucked away inconspicuously under the house where no one will find it. No accidental guests will walk into that room. And uh, the blacksmith comes to your house one afternoon bearing the brand wrapped in some fabric and presents it to you in your parlor. Mm -hmm. I unfold it looking at it. Um, I probably didn't give him much. I mean, I probably just, I was like, I told him that I got pigs and I needed a brand. So Mm -hmm. he probably did most of the design himself. Mm -hmm. The plain, simple, blocky M and W overlaid, but it does look oddly like a line of stitches. Does, doesn't it? Hmm. How convenient. Ah, The blacksmith so looks just, to you with appro- like eyes desperate for your approval. Um, I think I'm staring at it, noticing for the first time the, the stitches. Mm-hmm. Yes, this will do nicely. You may go. And he's already been paid, right? He's been paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bows and hurries out. You can hear Lord Rosegrove uh, helping him exit before attending to the flowers that day, the rose bushes mm-hmm. that guard your house. Mm-hmm. I look out the window at Rosegrove tending to the garden. Mm. It's for his own good, but how do I how do I talk him into uh what does willingly have to mean? All right. So I think that evening I will have a conversation with Tomas and Rosegrove in the parlor. 
in front of a crackling fire. We need to talk about the old ways. <clears throat> of, of course. <clears throat> hmm. He looks at you expectantly. Um, I think the uh, brand is casually sitting on like the table in this parlor after mm -hmm. uh, being dropped off by the blacksmith. Mm -hmm. It's just on the table very casually. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. I mean, I think it's just. I mean, left there from when it was dropped off. At right. first, these these two poor men probably don't uh, don't realize its significance. And I. Amusing as I often do about the old ways. I'm probably one of the few readers in town, so I think much of our knowledge of the histories comes from you know things that I discover in these old tomes. Mm -hmm. hmm. There are forces in this world, wild, powerful forces. It can be dangerous to us mortal men. I like look to my servants for approval. Are they both here, or is it just they're Rose both Grove? here? Okay. Yeah, I think they'll. Yeah, they they nod in agreement. They understand mm -hmm. the dangers of the mm -hmm. world. Yeah. Hmm. In the old days, the lords of winter protected the those who. Uh, their, uh, their folk from these dark forces. They sit and like attentive children listening to their father. <laughs> I think they're, at least Rosegrove is older than me, although yes. I'm quickly becoming wise beyond my years, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are strange times. Can't you feel it? There's something in the air. Great powers are stirring for the first time in millennia. Can't you feel it? I'm looking to them they, for approval once again. Uh, Maybe they can't feel it. Maybe they hadn't. This hadn't occurred to them. Maybe no the, the woes of Arcadia are uh, are lost on them. Uh huh. Tomas kind of gives like a, a going along. Yes, my lord, of course, of course. <laughs> lord Rosegrove seems a little bit more serious, like he kind of understands what you're saying and gives a, mm -hmm. a more subtle, singular bob in your direction. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a ritual that our people used to do. I think maybe I've got the journal handy and like flipped open to the page of like the sketch of the, of the brand. Mm-hmm. They see it? The symbol, and I, like, point to the symbol. They, I don't know if they can, they're even literate, but, uh... <laughs> um, there's at least a sketch of it there. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, there's a ritual. My great-grandmother ins uh, inscribed this in the... flesh of her people. It imbued them with, uh, power well protected them from dark forces I 
think in times such as these, it would be prudent if we protected ourselves. Um, and I think at this point, I'm like moving, I go to the brand and move it to the fire. Maybe Ro Rose Grove is maybe putting two and two together, starting to. Yeah. He seems to be getting it, but um, mm -hmm. he makes no move. Tomas mm -hmm. is still bobbing his head like, yes, we must protect each other. Of course. Mm -hmm. Bandits mm -hmm. are a danger to us all, my lord. Mm-hmm. Can I get any impression for whether I, th how they're reacting? Yeah, give me a like charisma a, check to read yeah, their faces. Like, I'm wondering, I'm debating whether I need to like scare them, bring one of these un, bring one of the undead in here, and show them what they're really up against. Um, so I... you can see on Lord Rosegrove's face that he knows what's up. He is mm -hmm. not surprised, but why? But by what you're saying, and doesn't mm -hmm. actually seem to be that off put by it. Mm -hmm. um, Tomas, on the other hand, is completely clueless as to what's going on uh, mm -hmm. and might prove a little bit more troublesome. Mm -hmm. But it, surprisingly, Lord Rosegrove, it's almost like he, this was sort of something he was expecting. Mm -hmm. For the power to be bound, the flesh must be willing. I say, suddenly very intense. Looking into, looking at Tomas here. Mm -hmm. Tomas cocks his head to the side and says, uh, "Whatever you require, my lord, I'm, I would be happy to provide you." This is a choice that you must you must make. Do you uh, wish to bear the mark? The mark, my lord. I let my eyes dart to the to the brand simmering in the in the uh, in the fireplace. Tomas's eyes dart to it too, and then they go a little <laughs> bit wide as he finally puts it together. Mm -hmm. uh, lord Rosegrove just sort of stands up and begins to roll up his sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and goes over towards in, the fire yeah. and just in sync with this, like Malsifer is moving to like take the brand mm -hmm. and take Lord Rosegrove's hand. Um, I meet his uh, eyes and just sort of nod, he... and then I, yeah. and then I look over to Tomas as I like pick up the brand and uh, mark Lord Rosegrove's wrist with the. Uh, stitched symbol of the house winter mm. um and i think there's like an exchange I, I lose a year of life right so it's there's a visual that accompanies it too it's not just the burning of the flesh and the searing smell uh there's sort of a, a visual change as you know your your face gets maybe a little bit more gaunt as a, a year of your life gets drained away and lord rosegrove kind of shakes for a moment as this kind of transfer happens between the two of you. Mm -hmm. uh, 
he makes a con check, does not fall to the ground, but maybe to one knee, because he just barely passes. Mm -hmm. um, grits his teeth, but says nothing and makes no sound of pain in yeah. the process. I, like, when it's done, I stand Lord Rosegrove. I, like, help him to his feet, set the brand aside. He stands. Go, rest up. And, you know, embraces uh, his arm or whatever. And then, like, I, like, help him to his feet. And, I don't know. It's, it's late. He probably sees himself to bed, maybe tends to his uh, <laughs> blistering he'll, wound. He'll head out, leaving mm -hmm. you with wide-eyed Tomas. I look over to Tomas. The brand's back in the fire, reheating well, again. Well, I'm, yeah, I think I ask. I'm like, well, shall I... Uh, I am... heat, shall I heat the steel? Or the, the metal? I guess not steel, is it? The, I... Even if we're calling it an iron, it's not an iron. Right, right. I, I am your eternal servant, <laughs> my lord. If this is what is required of me, then I shall come willingly. And uh, very uncomfortably... He walks over to the fireplace and begins to roll up a sleeve. Um, All right, I think we'll try it, and I guess we'll find out what happens with semi-willing test subjects, or like how yeah. that will is made. It, like, is it, it? I assume it's more than just his like uh, frightened verbal consent, right? There, he's got a, he's got a, he has to. Uh, what is the wording of the ritual? That just says willing. I mean, but yeah. he's got to be. He's got to actually. He's got to be willing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so when you, I brand him, does the same magic take hold? The same magic takes hold. You drain another year of your life away. Uh, Tomas does not go quietly. He lets out a shill, a shrill scream that echoes through the entire house and kind of rolls out to the rose bushes. We have the Wilhelm scream on the soundboard, don't we? Uh, How far I think away is we that? Do. It's it's right here. Yep. <laughs> yep. This one might have been more appropriate though. Why not both? <laughs> I guess that would work too. Um, All right. And with that, Moss's screams yeah echo out the manor across the. Uh, barren orchards of my estate and maybe down into the town below. Mm -hmm. And this seems like a good place to end the episode. I you think it is. We do. Yeah, this is where we will end. Uh, when we come back next time, what is Malsifer's intent? I don't know. We had a good productive session, huh? Mm -hmm. Um Got a nice little contingent of skeletons and zombos. Got some uh, servants that uh, can now be around them. Mm -hmm. I think we need. I need to do a better job disguising my uh, undead army. So we'll probably procure some, you know, send Tomas around to gather clothes and things to outfit our uh, our undead horde, so that mm -hmm. they can be slightly more conspicuous. This whole going up and down the ladder into the basement is getting a bit cumbersome. Yes, yeah. Mm, and then look outward, see if I can find a source for more... Uh, There's a lot of more corpses. To be had. Yeah. 
So maybe raiding the local graveyard, maybe uh, venturing out into the Blumwood and seeing what there is to see. Pinespur is not that far. It's really close. It's a small island, you know? Maybe it's time to start working around Pinespur. You're only a second level necromancer. Are you ready to take on a full town? Hmm. By the time I've like assembled the... Well... Maybe we'll not. See. Maybe out, start with the outlying villages. We can see where Malsifer's ambitions are taking him. Yeah, I, I'm expecting things will get derailed. I mean, I'm a bit concerned that maybe Pinespur has taken notice of this. I mean, bandit, a bandit escaped and has probably spread rumors of the horrors that befell him when he trespassed on mm-hmm. winter, in Winter's Reach. Mm-hmm. Whew. And even, yeah, even in the village, there's probably uh, all sorts of spooky tales. Houndsmaster and Edgar saw some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Hannibal, is that his name? Mm-hmm. All right, well... be an interesting campaign. Yeah, I think this Necromancer stuff is going to go well. I am excited to see how it works out. All right, that's it for today's Dyson with Death. Thank you for watching. Yeah, thank you. Later tonight, we will have Rise of the Dragon Queen, which will be me in control, Margaret Cron, V. Parlefois, and Trump SC. Um, You can find it hosted here or on Dark Galaxies Gaming's channel. That's at 7 or 8 p.m. Pacific time. I should know this. It's probably in the, the countdown. Um... Then we'll have shenanigans on Saturday. We'll have Fro-Fro on Sunday. Somehow, we'll have Fro-Fro. Spoilers, Neil. Spoilers. <sighs> That's it for our week. Ryan, any final farewells before... Uh, no. Words? Thanks no? for watching. Stay away from gamma yeah. rays, everyone. Yeah, go uh, go, uh, go. read my new paper. Mm-hmm. Cite that shit. All right. <laughs> Good night, I'll everyone. Catch y'all on Sunday, right? Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye.